0: to another Friday with us. It's the 6th of November 2020 and we've got another Rappo and Diggs Friday Fix podcast coming up for you. Let's bring in Rappo. Are
1: you there?
0: Bit of a zombie, Diggs, but I'm here, mate. Happy
2: lockdown, bonfire night, um, remembrance day. Happy everything, All mate. Want. <laughs>
0: lockdown two.
2: Yeah, lockdown two, mate. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll get through it mate. It'd be a quick one hopefully, won't
0: it? What, lockdown or <laughs> Yeah, lockdown
2: mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they're saying it's only until the second of December, aren't they? Um so Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. The only thing is, will there be more than than one in the next five months or so, isn't it? I mean we can Yeah. Can't keep knocking people around I guess, can they? No, that's the thing Dick, isn't it it'd be, you know, it'd be terrible if we couldn't
2: complete another season, wouldn't it? We had that coronage last season
0: again, <laughs> <mate. laughs> oh, isn't it, Health comes first, though. Health comes first, really. Yeah, it, it does.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's it, mate. Got to look at the bigger picture, mate. Aren't we, yeah, really?
0: That's right. Yeah. But we're not going to get into politics. This is local football, nah. isn't it? So uh, we'll just exactly, crack mate. on and talk about what's happened and what won't be happening yeah. for the next four weeks. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your Cornish
0: Soccer <laughs> So, shall we start the your tidbits, Rappo? Yeah, got a
2: few, digs. Nothing, I, I've, I've been a bit mad, mate. I've just been working and sleeping for four days, mate. So, um, hence the zombie, like, uh, probably don't send any different, mate, to what I owe you. <laughs> like a zombie every week. So, there's not much stats here, really, mate. But I, I, I've just a few things, mate. I think you pointed out, mate, um, another great servant to Cornish football, sadly passed away last week, the didn't Dudley wary
0: so yes, um, I don't know yeah. too much about him, but um, I was um, sent the information, so... Um...
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't either, So I've heard my dad mention him, though, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he was a player in them great St. Ustall teams, mate, wasn't he in the 50s and 60s? And, and like you mentioned, mate, that included playing with the famous Mike Bickle, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, team, mate. So, sad news there, mate, and condolences to, you know, all of Dudley's loved ones, mate, and... And friends in football, dicks, you know, from us, mate. And, and there's some more sad news, dicks. Uh, last week, mate. I, I mean, we all remember Torres' superb run to, to Wembley, mate, don't we? In 2008, you know. Um, but remember, they lost the first leg. Seven, Sorry, (laughs) Dick. First mistake already, mate. I've I've only been here three minutes, mate. Sorry, mate. 2007. Um, I don't know where eight come from, mate. Uh, I say we all remember it, but obviously I don't, mate. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that fantastic day, mate. But they lost the first leg of the semi-final to Curzon Ashton. Do you remember that, mate? 1-0? I do. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you remember it, mate, you know, you, you was there, mate, but I was saying, but, yeah. but, um, but in the second leg, mate, you know, they obviously had a player sent off, didn't they, in the first 20 minutes at Tree Road, and and City went on to win 3-1, mate, didn't they, on the day, 3-2 on aggregate, and, and the rest is history, as they say, mate, you know, my old mate wilsey went on to score two in the final at Wembley, mate, along with a Joe Broad goal, mate, and, and legends were made for everything, were not they, but... Um, but but that day, mate, the manager of Kirsten Ashton, mate, was a, was a guy called Gary Lowe, mate. Um, I don't know if you remember him, mate, or anyone from Chort. you know, he was a colourful character, mate, former player for Man City and Palace. And he went on to be a big name manager, actually, mate, in non-league, in the non-league scene, achieving promotions to the National League Premier, you know, uh, with Hyde United after winning the National League North title in 2012 was like one of his many highlights and, and Gary moved out to Spain last year mate to put his feet up after a great career but um, unfortunately he, he died last weekend Dick's only 61 years old
1: mm-hmm.
2: so sad news really mate you know I, I think I can remember you know, around the time you know sort of some of his quotes and that you know around the tour again but but yeah sad day for all Gary's former clubs mate who were pretty glowing in, in their tributes to him mate and and uh, you know, I don't know if any City players or fans will remember Gary mate, but that's another another sad story, Dick's but from non league football and and um I just wanna say well done, mate, on a on a brighter note, mate, to Paul at St crazy Diggs, you know, yourself Mark, and I enjoyed his hospitality last Saturday, mate, do not we? Working for hmm. Pierre Films on the Big Bars game. Well, I felt a bit guilty, mate, getting in for free, so I bought a new blazy pin badge in a program to put me fiver in the park but but um in an age where match programmes, you know, could possibly be dying out, mate, you know, with all this digital age and all things in it. But I must say I you know, I thought his Blaze part review was a, was an excellent read, mate. I'd, Reading it at work the other night, mate, and it, you know, full of stats, interviews, reports, photos, etc., mate. You know, a, a pretty superb production, mate, for one fifty. So, so well done to Paul and, you know, every everyone at St Blaise, mate. You know, looking looking good again. You know, these days, mate, isn't it, blazing?
0: Yeah, it is. Just, uh, uh, and uh, fairly dry, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, bloodlights are working, mate. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good, mate, isn't it? Um, anyone wanting a little stocking for the dicks for Christmas? Um, well, and likes a good read. Can buy my heroes' book, mate, out this week. Been waiting for it for years, mate. Uh, Bastard, mate. My life, my truth. Cool, mate. Yeah, I'm obviously talking about the autobiography of Marco van Basten, mate. Oh. The best, yeah, the best all-round striker ever, mate, in my opinion, Dix. You know, had everything, mate, you know, just cut down in, by injury, really, mate, in his prime at 28, really, Dix, you know, but, you know, won the Ballon d'Or three times and I don't think anyone can forget that final, mate, um, that European Championship goal, mate, in the '88 final for Holland, can they? Mm. Best goal ever, is it, mate? Well, I'm a bit biased, mate, you know. He's me a hero, mate. But, uh, yeah, I thought he had everything, mate, that a top striker needs, mate. And It's 20 quid, thanks, but I've, I've already seen it for 15, so hopefully by Christmas it'll be a tenner, mate, if anyone <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants a good read, mate. It'll be a... Yeah, I'll be, I, I, for one, mate, will be gutted Christmas morning if it ain't in me stocking, mate. So is I'll that a bit of a hit? is it? <laughs> yeah, I've dropped enough in, mate, to rate, so, yeah, I'll be devastated, I'll be like that spoiled kid at Christmas if it hit there, mate, but <laughs> just finally, Deeks, you know, with a lockdown set for another month, mate, there's a, there's a few hours of entertainment, mate, for footy fans, I thought, most people's got the BBC iPlayer Deeks, are not they, mm. nearly everyone must have that, are not they, so, so I've managed to catch a few things this week on there, mate, I mean, there's, well, three things really, mate, I mean, once called the Fort, um, it's Britain's worst football team. Mm. Although I think Stoke, Stoke Gabriel, <laughs> they're, they're giving them a bit of a run at the minute, mate. But bless, bless them, mate. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's all about Fort William Biggs, you know, playing the Scottish Highland League. All
1: right.
2: And yeah, and they're a merry band of helpers, mate. And, uh, you know, I think a few of them were, were merry. Literally, mate, making the program, mate, I think typical Scotsman mate. But but it's a good watch, I think. You know, I think it'll resonate with a few of our you know, Alpers at football clubs, you know, around Cornwall, mate, you know what they do for their club and everything, mate, but but it's a good watch for about forty five minutes, mate. And also not so great, mate, It's is called Shame in the Game. Um that's a little half hour program about racism and how it's still really prominent, mate, in in, well, in the game at all levels today, mate, it's, it's pretty hard to believe, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. in 2020 that, uh, you know, uh, I can't even talk about it, mate. You know, it's a disgrace, isn't it? That, you know, in 2020, we're, we're still talking about it, but, you know, colour of someone's skin, ridiculous. But um, but that's that's a really good uh, watch, mate, as well. And But my favourite, so, um this week, it's got to be Pelly, Argentina and the Dictators. Have you, have you seen it at all, mate? No, it, I
1: haven't,
0: no.
2: Oh, really good things. It's all about the Brazil 70 team. Probably, well, I think they're sort of recognised as the best team ever, mate. And, mate, that Brazil 70 team. but uh, And the RG 78 side, mate, that were both under military rule when their countries won the World Cup. Um, Great programme, mate. I mean, especially the Argentina 78 is the first World Cup I really remember watching. It's like a ten year old kid mate you know filling in me <laughs> filling in all my books and getting the stickers and all that mate It's the first one I really remember, so it brought back some some great memories for me mate that seventy eight World we'll Cup cut one but but all but all three programs are, are worth a watch that you know no no some of us you know or or you know not me and affecting me really, but but so, you know some of you might have some spare hours mate over the next month, mate. You know, see if you can catch those free programmes, mate. They're all they're all really good things. All right.
0: And that's BBC <laughs> iPlayer. And just, yeah. what, go on to search via the sport section, presumably. That, that,
2: that's it, mate. Yeah, sorry. I should have said that, mate, should I? Yeah, just go on BBC iPlayer, mate. Go on the sport there. And, and they're all there, mate. Yeah. Yeah, they're all there. I think they've got a few months, you know, to watch them yeah. and that. So, yeah, all, all three of them are really good programmes, Deeks. really worth a watch for any football lover, mate. That's about it, really, Deeks. I don't want to bore you any longer, mate.
0: Right. Uh, t- just a couple of things from that. First of all, um, thanks yeah. to Paul for mentioning the podcast in the programme. So, uh, yeah, that was good up, uh, up at St Blaise. And... Um, and also, you mentioned about the four, and obviously they sound as if they might have had a, a few heavy defeats. Made me think of Madron a few years ago. We t- we're Obviously, yeah. you know, we're talking about Stoke St- Gabriel in Devon. Um, Madron, remember that scoreline? 36 yeah. nil was it, against the Luggan? Well, I thought it was 55 Oh, was it even more than that? Yeah, I might be
2: wrong. I wouldn't use I I wouldn't like to disagree with you, no, mate, no, no. on anything. No, no. <laughs> Cornish I think I've got a feeling probably are right actually. Yeah. I just got a feeling that like it was fifty five mil, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 I I y you're probably right, mate. I'm yeah you're right. Wrong,
0: you're right. I've already Am I right? Yeah, I've already found yeah. it. Uh, um Yeah, headline, I thought it was more than... the headline is Britain's <laughs>
1: <Brits>. oh, dear.
0: <laughs> Britain's worst football team wins for the first time ending thirty match run of losses. The heaviest yeah. defeat was fifty five nil. Okay. So I was being quite generous, wasn't I, with thirty six. Yeah, minutes. yeah. But that was
2: half time, mate. That was the <laughs> half time stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, nah,
2: that, nah fair play to him mate, for carrying on isn't it playing in
0: that really I, there is a quote I, from uh, Alan Davenport who was the club secretary the club treasurer and the club chairman for the last 26 yeah. years um, it was pretty depressing last season <laughs> yeah, I think he's right on that don't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Goodness me, can you imagine? That's an understatement, mate, isn't it? <laughs> I think
1: so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It must have been
2: hell of a hard to, to keep a cape, will not it? Yeah. I wonder if someone was there writing down, because they're basically scoring every minute, isn't they? <laughs> yeah. every, minute, every minute and a half, mate, aren't they? So
0: the referee's they must... notebook would need to be a bit thicker. <laughs> yeah.
2: his pencil was about an inch big, mate, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Crikey, yeah, Good. yeah. Yeah, it did get quite
2: a bit of national uh, recognition that, like, didn't it, at the time? Yeah. When was yeah, that? Remember that? 2011? Oh, 2011?
0: Oh, 2011? Was, was it, mate? Was it? Well, I thought it was sort of longer ago than that. Yeah, but... I thought it was. But it's ne- yeah. Never, it's always a bit difficult to look up. Yeah. Exactly these things happened. Uh, but um, it was, uh, well, Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: fifty-five
0: <laughs> mil right? <laughs> A drubbing it was described as. I think that's probably right. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I think so, mate. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for your tip bits, Rappo. Um, Cheers, Dave. And uh, well, we will keep getting those as the weeks go on. Uh, Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Let's begin this week with the game that you and I, you've already mentioned it. We we're at last Saturday, St. Blazey versus Helston in the FA Vase. It finished all-squared two all after 90 minutes, which meant a penalty shootout. Helston came back to win that shootout 4-3 with recent signing Sam Borthwick saving two of the penalties. So let's hear a very short clip from Sam which sums up what a funny game football really is.
3: Yeah, so it was, it was
4: lucky, well, not lucky, it was a stroke of luck, really, obviously, that I'm eligible to play today. Obviously, Callington played against Iveridge, I was in, in, in the squad that day, I was, I was on the touchline. So, uh, mass panic during the weekend. Like, so, oh, uh, did you play? Are you available? And it was like, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't play, so I'm good to go. So, and actually, so I've obviously been at the club at Callington for a number of years, and the first two seasons, or first three seasons, we've gone out of the Vase first round. So, that's the first VARS win I've had since I was <laughs> at Liscard or Tall Point, but way before that.
3: So, nice to finally get a win in the VARS. Um, hopefully, you know, let's, let's see if we get. To Emily, why not?
1: Your Cornish, Cornish,
3: Cornish, Cornish, Cornish,
0: Cornish Yeah, reason I'm saying it's a funny old game rapper is one moment Sam is leaving Callington and wondering why and and what he's going to do next, then he's looking forward to the second round of the FA Vase. It's crazy, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, it is, Vic. Isn't it? It's a crazy world of football, well, football in general, mate. Not just Cornish football, isn't it? It's just, like you say, mate. He's, he's a top bloke, Sam, mate, isn't he? He speaks really well, doesn't he? And yeah, you know, I mean, he must have been, you know, like a month ago, mate, he's gutted, you know, sort of <laughs> thinking, oh, it's not worked out at Callington. And, you know, he, he worked really hard, didn't he, to try to make it work there, like, deep, didn't he? And, mm. you know, obviously it just didn't. And, you know, these things happen, like, mate. And, and he's probably twiddling his thumbs a bit, thinking, what's happening there? Gets a call from Mass, mate, and he's, he's sorted out Mass's uh, goalkeeping. Conundrum, mate, isn't he? So two two saves in the shootout, right, mate, wasn't it? And made himself an hero, mate, didn't he, on the day?
0: Yeah, and how weird is it that, you know, I was assuming he'd played for Callington already in the Vars this season, yet he he, he was on the mm. subs bench that game.
2: Yeah, good management that was, mate, wasn't it? Dropping himself. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wonder sure if I was. Sam had in the back of his mind, mate, that, you know, maybe I might... Like, like, way out <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Good, good management I'd say that one mate good forward thinking
0: right <laughs> a little plug for the magazine Cornish Soccer magazine coming out next week uh, Sam is actually featured in it and um, we do touch on a little bit about uh, his his uh, departure at Callington so um, so that will be out and available this time next week
2: look forward to that thanks
0: Right, now, True City under 18s were also in cup action this week when on Wednesday evening they travelled to Brockenhurst for their first round match in the FA Youth Cup. However, it wasn't such good news this time from the manager Paul Hurst as City went down.
5: It was 2 1 going on, um, oh, it could have been a cricket score to us, I might add.
1: <laughs> we right. are
5: so, dis- so disappointed. Game of two halves, I mean, we didn't play well first half. And gift, or we didn't play well, should I say, for the first 20 minutes and gifted them two goals. Um, and they got a right rocket at half time, but second half, it was just like the Alamo. I mean, their goalkeeper, well, he got man of the match, he, he must have saved five, six goals. So at the, the changing room is very quiet, they're very, very disappointed. Um, um, because they realised that was one that got away.
1: Yeah, what
0: a shame. Did Did you travel up with your full squad, normal squad, or what?
5: Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody fits. Um, with a, 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 a with one back who'd been in self isolation for for two weeks. Um, cause somebody in his family got COVID, so he was a uh, he was available. So yeah, no 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 um, no problems with the squad. Um, and to be fair, they, they were they started well, but we just gave so much time and space. Um, but the goals were just so soft; they were just unbelievable. Really? Um, and even in the first half, we'd, we'd the keeper made two really good saves, and then just before half time, one on one with the keeper, through and pulled out another blinder that would have changed the game. But to be fair to them, second half, I was so pleased, so proud of them. They just did. Everything that we asked of them, and it was just non-stop, one-way traffic. <laughs> got one back after 76 minutes, and, well, could have had four to five others. But it is what it is. They'll, they'll learn from that, hopefully, but it's, um, that it's you've got to play two 45-minute <laughs> two arms, uh, and not just one.
0: Yeah. Uh, and who got the goal?
5: Uh, goal was scored by uh, Joe Moran. He came on as substitute. Um, in fact, both both changed the formation up front. Put Ali Phillips on, and and Joe Moran, and they both did really well. They had a good game. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just disappointed, mate. <laughs> Yeah. now, when we've got a five five hour journey back now to think about it but uh <laughs> well, I mean we can take the we can take the positives and think of the second half because we played really well
1: yeah um, it's
5: and n- they they were they were very complimentary at the end uh, um with uh, at full time because they know that the second half had just been given the run around
1: for
0: you guys as managers it, it's all about Development of these lads, isn't it? So, uh,
5: absolutely, so absolutely. I mean, what have you well, learned you at, from
0: this season, and what can you, you know, take into next season?
5: Oh, I mean, um, you look, you, you look at where we've got. We've probably got uh, way beyond our expectations to start with. When you look at the sides that we've played, yeah. And we tried to get it into them today that you know we could have we could have had a much harder draw in this uh, in this first round, um, but the. They've, they've developed really well. I mean, the second half was, you know, we we were glad that they played like that because it gave everybody, it was quite a big crowd here today, quite a raucous crowd that they had to put up with. Mm. Um, you know, they were they were relatively quiet in the second half because at least they got to see how we can play and we played really well. Mm. Uh, but the boys have developed well. I mean, again, you know, this is our first, our first year in this. They're all playing a, a year below us, such in the under-18s. Uh, you know, and they, they were all a year older than us uh today but it, we, we we performed well second half. We were a lot fitter, we were lasting the pace long but they they've developed really well. I mean when I look at the games, Cleveland in particular and um and Gloucester City away and then all the shot down, they've done very, very well and uh the club, John myself all the parents, you know, they're, they're very proud of the boys. They've done really well.
0: Mm, so you should be. And uh, so, when the lockdown finishes, what's it now? Back to DGM football, is it?
5: Back to DGM football, uh, hopefully in December. And uh, and obviously we've we've still got um, the Cornwall County Cup to participate in. We are fortunate to um, to get a game in at uh, at Caliworth on Sunday. So we've got that to look forward to as well.
0: Right. Which Sunday? Sorry, I'm... You...
5: Oh, we played on Sunday just Oh, last on, Sunday. Um... I was going to say,
0: you're not breaking the lockdown or anything, are you? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no,
5: no. We, uh, we, we, we just managed to get a game in there that purely because we played on 3G rather than on grass. I think if we been playing on grass, it would been postponed because of the weather.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um,
5: but, uh, but, yeah. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's been a good adventure and uh, I think everybody's enjoyed it. And... Uh, uh, we'll carry on with the league and the and the Cornwall Cup, and then look look forward to the FA Youth Cup next uh, next season. Great stuff! Thanks very much, Paul. Thanks for coming All right, on. Dear. Thanks for your support,
1: mate.
0: Really appreciate That's it. That's right, and uh, well, have a nice five-hour coach journey <laughs> home. <laughs> oh, I will do. Take care, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.
1: Your Cornish soccer <laughs> <curse> podcast. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, unlucky. Uh, well, it sounds as if uh, Trill obviously had a, a large part of the game, but not quite able to turn the. Uh, Turn the scoreline around.
2: Yeah, I think so. A uh, uh, real shame, mate, isn't it? You know, I was gutted when I heard that result, Dix. You know, like, you know, the lads have done so well up until now, haven't they? And it's always gutting, you know, like Paul, or you know, Paul and John are going to be disappointed. You know, you go out in a game where you know you probably should have won, mate, you know, it leave, leaves a bit of a sour taste in the mouth, doesn't it, mate, really? But, mm-hmm. but you know, like, like Paul said, mate, hopefully the boys can... Take the positives out of the run, mate. You know, it's been a great run, hasn't it? Learn from the experience and, and have another crack at it next season. You know, they're still in that age level, Deeks, aren't they? And, you know, when the boys are a year older. So, you know, good luck to Paul and John and everyone involved for Toronto, under 18s, mate. It's been a, you know, excellent initiative, mate, isn't it? And a, a great first season for them. And, you know, look forward to watching them play sometime. You know, I, I know you've watched them a few times, Deeks. I, I was ill, mate. You know, hopefully John will give us another invite, mate, and we can watch them in next season and have a cut run, mate.
0: Yeah, I, I think John, when he first um, spoke to <laughs> me about the under-18s, you know, early in the season, wasn't expecting uh, too much um, because no. the the age, the way the age group goes, a lot of them are, are available for next season. But um, I, I still think I was quite impressed when I watched the two games I saw. So. Uh, so, well done to them, and, uh, well, yeah. all the best for next season. But, obviously, at the moment, they've, they've got uh, league football. They play in the DJM, which is uh, obviously based in Plymouth, isn't it? Devon Jr. and yeah. not the league. So, um, I think they've had to go there to try and sample, uh, you know, perhaps football a little bit um, more competitive, but... Um, and yeah. The other day, they uh, had quite a heavy victory, so I'm not sure if that's working out. But, uh, <laughs> so keep an eye on their result.
2: Yeah, yeah, good luck to them, Dave. You know, like you say, well, well done, mate.
0: Better news, though, for Cam Weldon and Truro City, although we haven't got so much to talk to him about this week.
6: No, Dave, it's been one of these um, strange odd weeks in the, uh, well, in the week of Truro City, should we say. It's been... We were all geared up for a trip to Saturday, had the coach ready and, um, obviously all the kit and everything all prepared. And I made it up to Tree Road about half ten in the morning and by eleven o'clock. We hadn't, thankfully, Paul Watton had messaged, um, Deborah and told us all we would just stay, stay put for the meanwhile because Taunton had a pitch inspection at eleven. And, um, unfortunately that game was, uh, postponed, which was rather frustrating at times, but, it's, it is what it is isn't it it's the weather you can't really do anything about it um, waterlogged pitch and um, there's quite if you have know like anybody who's listened they've ever been to Taunton they'd they know there's quite um, behind one of the goals there's some really massive trees that um, they've They've. I think they want to get them cut down but there's like a concern where when it, when it's really really windy they're worried that they could like oh, it's a bit weird I don't quite understand the FA rules but it's um. It's one of these where they can't play if it's ridiculously windy with those trees there or something. So mm. that was another reason why the game couldn't go ahead. But, um, for so that being the FA Trophy, that game was postponed and rearranged for Tuesday night, which, um, kind of annoying because we were on a good run in the league and we were due to play Dorchester away. Um, it would have been an up, on a great pitch as well at Dorchester, uh, plastic as well. So we would have thought we had gone to that and focused on the league, but, and um, that was obviously postponed and we went went to taunt, back to Taunton instead and it was um it was a good night for Truro overall. It's not something we've said all too often when we've gone to uh listen to this mouthful day. The Signet Healthcare uh, the Cignette Healthcare Stadium, which is quite a cra- crazy name for football stadium, but um we went as I said we went there and it was just, um really, it was a really positive night for us as I said, it was the sixth time we've played them since Paul Watton came in last summer and we still haven't beaten them so this was the sixth time and we finally got the win which was um, a bit of a weight off our shoulders and Paul Watton's the sort of guy who doesn't, he wants to win games and having that record would be something he wanted to wipe out and both teams went full strength and it was another really good game of football between two very good footballing sides and uh, we, we took an early lead, which was, um, ironically, Jamie Richards again. I don't know, I don't know what they've been feeding in the career, but he, he, just unmarked. as ri Ryan Brett corner and Jamie heads in after, I think it was the 11th minute we scored and a really positive start. Uh, and then that sort of went out the window a few moments later. It was Taunton equalized. Toby Holmes, who scored a trick against us in the FA Cup a few weeks ago and scored again, literally two or three minutes later one and end of the first half I'll say we had a couple of chances but no one really threatened to score Then start the second half I think it was within two minutes we had the lead Tyler Harvey did really really well and he just cuts inside and hammers a shot into the far one corner and Lloyd Irish no chance just one of those and we're thinking Kai is such a good player and he, we've, all, we've missed him the last couple of times we've played Taunton and that sort of showed he just brings so much confidence to the side and his goal scoring is just well, his record speaks for itself, really, Tyler Harvey, but a great goal for him. <laughs> and then we made a couple of more chances, of perhaps we should have scored. And then uh, Irish, actually, there was a weird one, the third goal. It was a cross in from Shane Wine. Lloyd Irish, the keeper, sort of claims it, doesn't really claim it properly, drops it, and then spills it out. And I think it's Rocky Neal, who puts it across goal. And uh, Jamie Richards, again, right place, right time, a tap in. And for a centre-half, he shot four goals in two games, which is mental really it's I'm of <laughs> especially for Jamie so he, he's in a rich vein of form he's doing well and um no, then we're thinking, Come, we can we see the game out? Taunton pull another one back. A great free kick. Uh, Jay Fulston curls a shot around the post, and I feel so James Hammond actually because he gets there, gets a glove on it, and it almost—I think it hits his, hits him, hits the post, and hits him back in, then goes off in, which is a bit unlucky. But it's one of those, isn't it? You, you it happens. And uh, we were thinking, please don't don't mess us up, true. And they didn't. It went up the other end. Fonowalo, nice little. Dinked in near post and Tyler Harvey got there first before the keeper and headed it in and 4-2 and basically a a convincing win in the end. It wasn't, wasn't really any doubt where we played some really good football in the night and deserved winners. So it was um, nice to go there and obviously on am from Taunton. It was nice to go there. Actually, it's been a long while since we've um, been able to leave there with a positive thought. So it was quite nice to leave in a good mood for a change uh, we've had some good games there in the past so we, I think we won the league there in 2007 um, 2008 one of those one of those years I believe and uh, I think we had an FA cup tie there in 2015 so but since then we really, we've been there it's all been a bit doom and gloom when we've left with a defeat or getting knocked out of a cup so it was really positive to leave Taunton with well I was going say three points leave Taunton and get into the next round of the FA and
0: and who do you play in the next round well,
6: uh, it, it's a team called Moneyfield near Portsmouth. Um, if I'm honest, Dave, I don't really know all too so much about them. It's one of the it's a game that we have realistically, and you look at the tables and stuff, we should win. I think the biggest question about the whole tie is when it will be played. I think it's due to be played in the middle of November at some point, but obviously with the uh, current circumstances surrounding the country at the moment, it will certainly won't be played in November. So um i think even, i believe they've even um suspended the f a trophy for the um for the time being so I think the same is for the VARs as well so I have no idea what when or well, when where it'll even take it or or if it'll even take place so it is a very interesting one and um i mean for our i hope it does hope it does take place, but it's one of those where it could take place mid december it could take place. May, for all we know, or worse, comes to it, it might not take place at all. So it's a, it's a strange world to be in. And um, yeah. But, yeah, I think we are going to have a lot of fixtures to play come January, February time.
0: Yeah, one, one assumes that the, the FA will be talking to the leagues and um, they'll be uh, trying to sort out some sort of solution. So, as you said, lockdown now, uh, or lockdown two, and no training allowed, so... Presumably, Paul Watton will be giving his players instructions as to what to do in the next four weeks.
6: That's exactly, David nailed it basically. So we're not allowed to train at all, which is um, will be a bit anno- a bit annoying. Really, it's um, it's understandable, but it's it's, it's still frustrating. So, um, so I spoke to Paul on after the Taunton game on Tuesday night. So he said from Monday they've got until Monday. Um, they've just been given a little bit of time off, um, relax, uh, they've had some really tough weeks, so relax a little bit, take it easy. And then from Monday, they go into a 24 day fitness program, <laughs> which obviously they'll all, they'll all do from home or they're in whatever their environment is. Um, a lot of them kind of luckily are people like Jamie Richards and Al Thompson are actually coaches at colleges and stuff. So with colleges and stuff still going ahead, they can still use their facilities and st- um, so it makes things a little bit easier unlike the last lockdown for them to use the gym facilities they have there and stuff like that so that makes it easier but the rest of the players I said it is just a, um, work from home do weights a bit of running um, it's all sort of but we've got we've got fitness we've got fitness coach um, Mike Edwards who's been really good with the lads and obviously was always there at just the end of the phone call so if any of them have any problems like I don't think fitness or anything will be an issue with them um, a lot of them, so it is it's one of them. it's it is what it is, it's a straight thing, but that's, well, that's
2: how it goes in this uh, current climate.
7: You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday fix.
2: Yeah, I mean sixth time lucky for for Chora against Taunton Deke, you know, get that little what's it monkey off her back, mate, mm-hmm. isn't it? So helps when your centre ass has scored four in two games as well, doesn't it? Well, so Jamie
0: uh, Richards is second high school goal scorer at the moment in all competitions yeah. for Trevor sure, so <laughs>
2: yeah a captain leading by example Diggs isn't
0: he yeah that's right
2: But uh, yeah but a shame Yeah, you know, like Cam was saying mate another strange month now mate isn't it for the players you know with, with the fitness from home sort of regime mate isn't it you know it's, I guess they're kind of used to it now they do except that two and a half months earlier in the year mate I suppose they're used to all these Zoom fitness stuff at home or whatever mate so yeah, yeah weird times for the
0: players mate again isn't it yeah it is um, fixtures are so crammed in already no one's going to have that uh, you know uh, <laughs> position to be in you know that uh, anyone can have friends is it? he's straight back in the league no. so uh, oh yeah yeah so you, you're going to tell Jack that he's going to be um, training every night yeah <laughs>
2: I think I know what his answer to me would be, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, mate. I, yeah, weird times for the player. Mind you, though, dates so, you know, and a little bonus, mate, we might get some nice, you know, we you don't usually get many January, February, midweek sort of games, mate, dear. So, you know, hopefully we might be able to watch a few of them, mate, you know, midweekers, January, February, if the pitches are OK,
0: mate. Well, that's the, the, the yeah, I think, they're trying to stay clear of too many midweek games as early as that, but um, the weather yeah. is a factor then, isn't it? So Yeah. unless uh, let's be fair, who wants to be out in the cold and the wet watching midweek football? Oh,
2: I love the cold, Dukes. It's just the wet, isn't it, mate? The wet <laughs> the wet and the wind, mate. I'm not, I, love, I love the car. I suppose it's why I'm used to watching football in Scotland, dates, Tonight, I? <laughs> I love sticking me snood on, mate, you know, in a, a one-degree... Evening, mate, you know, flood pit game, mate, all that, you know, that, that, I love it, mate, you know, when you see the games from like Russia and all, mate, and the players are blowing, mate, you see that, what do you call that, mate, you know, when the breath comes out of them, mate, oh, the old yeah. foggy, yeah, is there a word for that, mate? i have never nothing, is there? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah I love, love all that, mate, I love, I love a football, um, I mean, lovely to play it, mate, isn't it? You, you can run all night, and that's gonna keep you fresh, mate, does not it? A little <laughs> bit of sweat on your forehead, mate, keep you fresh all night. But I,
1: I
0: but, think um, it's better for the players than it is for the spectators, actually, isn't it? It's very true that is, mate. Yeah,
2: you're there, sort of standing in one place, mate, and you're yeah. <laughs> freezing, freezing cold in there. Yeah, that's it, mate. They're, they're keeping warm, aren't they? And yeah, yeah, definitely, a players. Um, the conditions, mate, in it more than the spectators, definitely, mate. Yeah, and
0: yeah. I just had a thought going back to that, um, <coughs> uh, Sir Helston match that we covered for Peer and Films last Saturday, and yeah. the, the question of the laws of the game and sin bins. Yeah, well, can you clear this up for us all?
2: Yeah, I know, think So, well. You know, someone questioned that. you come in with that. a lot
0: of stick about it, to be honest.
2: Yeah, it, it did, mate, I? You, know, I, <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah.
0: know. You should know. Yeah, I know, mate, I know. I
2: dragged you into it as well, mate. It's nothing to do with you, mate. <laughs> I, I tried to I tried to say it. it, it it's nothing to do with me, mate. It, I said it, but, but yeah, I, I honestly thought, mate, because <clears throat> I've, I've seen it happen, mate. It, I think it was a Vets game, um... I like to go off, mate. i had done me calf in and we had we had a penalty shootout, mate. Um, I think it's a couple of seasons ago, mate. Against Carrington, I think, thinks. and and it went to penalties. It was two all, I think, and I and I had to go off, like with with i had done me calf. I come on with about twenty five to go, mate, and went off with about ten to go, <laughs> done me calf. And um, it went to penalties, mate. And and Kimo, you know, and Steve Steve James, you know, joint managers, mate. Said, oh. You fancy a penalty? I said, yeah. I, I think I can have like a two-step run-up and still take a penalty, even though my calf was agony, mate. I still, you know, still fancy taking a penalty. So I said, yeah, I'll do it. And the ref told me I couldn't do it, mate. He said, you have to be on the pitch, you know, at the end of the game to be eligible to take a penalty. Oh, so, yeah,
0: but you were replaced by another player, though, weren't you?
2: Yeah, true, true, mate. Yeah. So, so I always thought that was the rule, mate. You had to finish the game uh, on the pitch, right. mate. But
0: well, I can, that, yeah, that. yeah, I can understand. Sorry, I can understand where you're coming from. You know, thinking it was similar to that. So, uh, yeah, right. But, o- obviously wrong, though, mate. What <laughs> I obviously wrong? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I stand
1: correct. Yeah.
0: Stand
2: correct.
0: Just to clear it up, anyone who's not hadn't got a clue what we're talking about. Sam Cooper <laughs> was sin binned um, towards the end of the Blaisdell Helston game, and obviously the ten minutes sin bin went into uh, uh well there wasn't enough time for him to complete his 10 minutes before the final whistle went and uh, yet rapper was surprised to see he was taking a penalty and uh, um yeah I, I just well i kept quiet really didn't i i, I yeah, yeah. that the referee must have known what you know what the actual official law was so uh, you know yeah. i gave the referee the you know the well not the benefit of the doubt because he knew more than we did didn't he
2: yeah, yeah, well done to him, mate. You know, he obviously uh, knows the rules, mate. <laughs> oh, well, I'll keep my mouth shut next time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first ever thing I've seen as well, mate. Is it? I, I can't believe yeah. that. I know, I know. First one, mate. First one I've ever seen, you know, the ref, um, you know, the old yellow card. And what's it? Two, two arms, or they they point in towards the dugout?
1: Something like
2: I think. That, yeah. Is that, is that, yeah. Yeah, first one I've seen, mate. So it took me a few games to see one.
0: Do you think they should have a yeah. different colour card instead of yeah. all that?
2: Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, I think we might have spoke about it before, mate. Haven't we? I, I think they need like a like a blue card or a green card or something, mate. Don't they? Just uh, you know, so everyone's in the clear about it, mate. You know, just just to, it's, it's obviously still a yellow card, mate, isn't it? But. You know, make it green or
0: blue, well, no, and then a you... yellow card It's not well, a <laughs> yellow card, is it? If it's a green or a blue one.
2: No, no, true mate. <laughs> but uh, it still carries the same punishment, and, it, and then you know, then we know it's it's actually a sin bin as well, mate, don't we? So, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that would that would clarify it a bit, mate, wouldn't it? I think.
0: Really. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Well, green card yeah. might be a bit. I, I think a blue would be better. A green card is a film, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, the,
0: it's like the Green Mile, mate, is it? No, the Green that? Card, that French actor. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, you're States,
2: right, mate. Isn't he?
0: Yeah, and,
2: yeah, yes, yes, yeah, I, yeah I, I see, yeah, Green Card, mate, you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right, mate. But, yeah, yeah, Blue Card, mate, Blue Card, blue card. I think. Right. Yeah, br- bring it out for next season, mate.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> next up, it's the RRL East Cornwall Premier League with John Colenso. But, unfortunately, our run of complete fixture schedules came to an end last Saturday, didn't it?
8: It came to a big halt, yeah, it did. Um, what did we get in? Four games we got in. So, yeah, a bit of a change. Well, a massive change in weather, wasn't it? So, lots of rain before it to- Some pitches survived. Some pitches didn't, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, well, at least we got some games done.
0: Yeah, what What time... When did you call your match off at St. Clair?
8: Um, I went up Friday night and had... Fairly reasonable idea it would probably be off just from Friday night looking, but I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt and hope that the evening and an early morning might have been better w- than what they said. So I left it till um I think I spoke to Foxhole about half past nine
1: right.
8: just to just to confirm then because it, it spoils people's days if you leave it too long that they? they can't arrange to do something else or go to work or whatever. But I kind of knew Friday night, Dave. To be honest, it, it was looking very wet then and I was just hoping that maybe the wind would stay up and the rain would go away but that that wasn't to be. Mm, Okay.
0: Right. Well, tell us um, what happened with the games that were played.
8: Yeah, lots of goals in the first one. Mount Gould scored 13 against Lou. Um, Danny Brook scored another five. Bailey Gamble, David Moore, uh, Teddy Sullivan, Chris Wright with another hat-trick and substitute Bailey Mabin got two. So that's a new name to me. That one I don't don't really know him. So uh, yeah, thirteen more goals for Mount Gould. So carry on at the top of the league.
0: Looking quite I'm impressive, sure. though, isn't it? Played ten, one ten. It's, when yeah. you get into double yeah. figures and you're still hundred percent, I think it looks really yeah. good. So it's it does. Look, it's a nice, yeah, it's a nice uh, clean sweep
8: across the board. But looking yeah. at their squad, Dave, every week they they should be doing that. They're, They've got a hell of a lot of quality in their squad. But, um, yeah, like you say, a, a clean sweep is a nice thing to have still. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the second game was Padstow managed to get their game on. Local derby against St. Mimber. Uh Maybe wish they hadn't. They lost 6 Um Toby Edison scored. Callum Wilson got two. Steve Wood, Robert Green and Jonathan May with all the St. Mimber goals. Mm-hmm. So that takes them up to six now, I think. So well done to St. Mimbra Unfortunate for Padsdo Then Marjon had a better result We beat them the week before on their Astro They played again on the Astro against Nuki And they won 3-1 So it leaves them in third place Uh, CJ Pritchard, Michael Rickard And um, Myron Vanstone scored for Marjon And then Josh Ugbome scored the consolation for Nuki Okay And then the last game of the day was St. Tethnil, St. Newland East 5 with uh, Ross London scored two, Dan Parsonage and Dan Woodgate with the goals. So the fifth one I'm guessing was an own goal because it doesn't come up on whole game as own goals.
0: No, it's, you know, I look at full-time quite a bit for the old stats uh, from the magazine. And I have to admit that sometimes you see listed down below that there's an own yes, goal showing yeah. for someone. Yeah, I think time if you you don't. you've got their name,
8: I think if you if you've got the player's name that scored the own goal, ah, it recognises it. Right. If you don't happen to get the person's name off the other team, it, it won't um, register on there.
0: Fair team. enough. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, um so which game was that? That was the St. Tats St. Union. That was St. Tats yeah. St. Union East. Yeah. Okay.
8: And then. Last night, just the one midweeker was was Torpoint against ourselves and yeah. Torpoint won 2-0.
0: No surprise there, wasn't it? Torpoint no playing, you know, yet,
8: of course <laughs> weaker
0: side, that's right. So.
8: <laughs> what was no, the pitch it, like, anyway? Uh, heavy, heavy, soft. It, it was it was flat and, you know, but it, it cut up quite badly. Um and it was heavy. There was there was a lot of players going down the cramp. It was just a, a oh, stick. Oh, come yeah, on. Sticky. What's this cramp It was. Is,
2: you know, it was
8: both no sides. Both sides. And we, had a, we had another horrible, well, possibly horrible injury waiting for the swelling to go down on his leg. But it was one of those where you, your foot digs in before you know it and he got caught right across the front of his shin. So, fingers crossed, it's another, not another bad injury. But, yeah. And they scored the winner straight from literally from that move basically our players on the floor in a heap and the referee decided it was okay to play on but there we go we won't go into that anyway so yeah two point one two 2 0 well done to two point
0: and what's the you mentioned referee what's the standard of referees like in the east corner premier
8: league um yeah not too bad <laughs> not too bad. I mean, I think the, the winning team obviously prefers the referee to the losing team. But, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not too
0: bad. It depends on the day, I think, sometimes. And always, you always get a referee, no problems with appointments?
8: Um, well, it turned out, I don't know what whether something had gone wrong last week, but when we were phoning around, I phoned Dave Bunt at Foxhill to say our game was off and went on the whole game site to see who the, ref- uh, sorry, the referee's contact details, and rang the referee that was issued to us, and apparently he's had an injury for three weeks and wouldn't have been refereeing it anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, right. So,
8: yeah, I don't know how to take that one,
1: whether they'd
8: organised the replacement and not said, or I don't know. So, yeah, luckily that game was off because it doesn't sound like we actually had a referee anyway.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: right, OK. So... Yeah. What what will you be doing this Saturday with lockdown two upon us?
8: Um, I really don't know. I don't know. That's just starting to get depressing already, And not it? It's, um, have you not got a,
0: yeah. any other hobby or anything like that?
8: Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably just work. I would have thought just work and then bits and pieces at home to do. But, uh, yeah, we've got to cross that bridge when we get to it. we Saturdays for a minute. It's going to be quiet. So- <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be nice weather now the football stop, That's for
1: certain. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. So, okay. Uh,
8: yeah. But, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, I mean, we have spoke to I spoke to Mike at the league today at East Cornwall League just to see what mm-hmm. his thoughts and things were. And um, we've had an email just updating what Cornwall FA have said basically from the league. And Mike's just said he's he's literally waiting for the higher leagues to issue their fixtures, if you like, before obviously we can decide what are available for our fixtures because we've got obviously reserve teams in our league. Um, so we can't, you know, we can't tie anything up until the Peninsula League has done theirs really and then we'll work off them. But there is a backup plan, he says, and and everything will be fine. When we get back to playing, the fixtures will be issued, and we'll just carry on as as we are, and hopefully get everything done by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, we're not
8: going to have our league cup, as as you know, as we already knew basically. So there's less fixtures to get in this year anyway. So yeah, it's just a case of being positive and and working through the fixtures when we get back to it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a case of being positive and uh, almost taking it like a, a mid-season. Break a winter's break, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the the only issue might be how long, or do you know, players have any sort of, um, you, you know, sort of friendly sort of match, or do they just get stuck straight back into it? Isn't it? That's it
8: yeah. Because obviously there's going to be a lack of training. Because we're not allowed to train even, are we? So it's going to be down to individuals to make sure they keep relatively fit, um, and whether we just go straight back into games and, and get match fit as we play. Yeah. Which is probably the only option we're gonna have. I don't suppose there's any other way around it really, but you will know, be we're fair all just for everyone. Hoping. Yeah, exactly. And we're all just hoping that it is December the fifth that we start again, aren't we? Yeah. So
0: How many players um, have you got in your squad? Um we've used about twenty. So And do you have um how many subs are you load, Three? Yeah, uh, five. Five. Um Yeah. You got rolling subs in your league, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is five rolling. Yeah. So, yeah. how many times have you had sixteen at a game?
8: Most games, I think. I think pretty much all the games, Dave, because we use because we've got youngsters, we like to sort of keep them involved, and even if sometimes you get to a stage where you don't really need to make a substitution, but you do just to give the youngsters the experience and the time on the pitch. Yeah. So we normally use all five subs. To be fair. Um, because we've got a reserve side, if the reserve team manager we speak obviously through the week, but if the reserve team manager doesn't think he's got room for a couple of the youngsters, we just take them with us
0: to make sure they get
8: game time and, and keep them involved and you know obviously use them for the future.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I think uh, you know I, I think the emphasis needs to be get back into action as soon as you can and, and
1: absolutely yeah.
0: As you yeah. said, use the matches to get fitter and uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's the same for both sides. And also in your league, it's an advantage having the rolling subs. I think. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah,
8: good stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if you do feel you know a niggle coming on or think you can come off for 10, 15 minutes and sort yourself out and go back on yeah. if needs be. So it's just it is literally down to players now to be sort of sensible and, and try and keep themselves as fit as they can till we're ready to go back to it. That's all we can do. Uh, pubs aren't open which is maybe a good thing for fitness but <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's true
8: but um, yeah just fingers crossed for everyone that we can get through it and get on with it again quick as we can
7: you're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix
2: I mean a baker's dozen for Mount Gould is looking a bit relentless isn't it for, <laughs> you know they should be in the peering league
0: really mate shouldn't they some peering league already really uh, I mean no, well, hang on think about it <laughs> or shouldn't they <laughs> Well, <laughs> they can be, can they? Can they not, mate? No, oh, I know because cause they're not calling, should no, they? No, that's right.
2: Oh, yeah. So where will they get promoted? to, Deeks, when they, you know, when the inevitable happens, mate, where where will they?
0: Well this, well, this I was hoping to speak to Wayne, <laughs> their manager, this week on the podcast. Yeah. hopefully we'll be having him on next week, and um, yeah. that's got to be one of the questions, isn't it? Where do yeah. we
2: go from here? Yeah, crocky I didn't, I didn't even think about it, mate. Sure. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, natural promotion, yeah, of course. Mm. Oh, crocky mate, yeah, good, good point, mate. Good point. I'll be interested to. And it's a shame, mate. J evening under the lights, mate, ended in a 2 0 defeat at Torpoint,
0: didn't it? You know, I would have taken that, I think, if I was Sinclair manager. Yeah, not
2: the yeah, air, no disgrace at Tor Point, mate. Is it lovely setup, man, mate? Torpoint, isn't it, with a new stand there, mate? And and everything that's gone on there, mate. Yeah. It's a must-place-the-mill, now, mate. I haven't seen a newsstand, but but no game for a month now, mate. So for JC and his boys and, you know, like, like you said, though, Deeks, you know, like, let's stay positive and use it as a bit of a winter break, and then we'll be back
0: before we know it, won't we, hopefully. Yes, yeah. true, true. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. What about the St. League? What happened in that one last week?
2: Yeah, well, managed, uh, well, there's nine fixtures altogether, Deeks. Managed, um, well, five games in the West. And, uh, a took full advantage, mate, of a Logan's postponement at St Agnes to go to the top of the pre-lockdown table, Deeks, beating Form of Town 5-1 at Trungle Park. Um, the old experience, the Garens James, mate, scored a brace again, mate, with Ryan Andrews, Silas Sullivan and Charlie Willis, mate, netting the others. Regan Hull replied for 10. Um, but Lugger, mate, obviously still in the box seat pitch. You know, they're a point behind Mosel with three games in hand. So, you know, obviously the only 100% team from seven games. But but, uh, but Mosel, you know, top of the league, fair play to them, mate. Houston, mate, they stay third despite a 4-3 defeat at Penryn, um, Alistair and Fred Williams, um, along with sub Mike Hallibone, uh, scored the goals for the Blues, mate, but they were in vain as last season's COVID leaders, they, who haven't really started this season so well, Penryn. <laughs> 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 well, it's like chalk and cheese, really, mate, isn't it? The minute, last season for this, but but they nicked the three points, mate. Um James Daniel, Captain Russell May, top scorer Ryan Reeve, and substitute Jack Rapsley, mate, scored a ninety-second-minute winner, mate. Oh
1: no!
2: So, yeah, yeah. I don't usually get a text from him, mate. You know, but I had a text <laughs> in <this> week. <laughs> so what you know, did I thought, oh, what must, did it say? It must have gone well, but I just said really good game. You know, one one four three. To be honest, mate, he, he, he's not one to pick himself up really, mate. He just said on. Managed to get the cut, came on and got the winner like two minutes into the injury time. So, But yeah, good time to score, I suppose, Deeks, wasn't it? Mm. But uh, cracking game apparently there, mate. Fair play to Alston, mate. I think they, they equalised three times, mate. They come back three times in the match. So would have been a bit gutted, I would have thought, mate, wouldn't they, to lose it in... In uh, injury time, but hopefully, I was going to say that's the win that might kickstart Penryn season. <laughs> it is, you know kickstart it, mate? And they, they can't play for a month now, can they? So, <laughs> so that's the end of that theory, mate. But but and you know, um, sorry, mate. Um, Halston's still, you know, in third place, mate. They had that uh, brilliant 5 0 win, didn't they, last week over Mullion So still going well, mate. Halston, third yeah, place. But
0: you mentioned one of their scorers there, Mike Hallibone yeah. That, that's a name that's been around for a, a little while as well, isn't it? Years, Diggs. Yeah, Mike's paid for Alston for Christie, but as long as I can remember, like you say, mate, a,
2: a good 10 seasons, mate, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still still coming on, mate, coming off the bench and scoring. So, you know, good on Mike, mate. Good on Mike. But Mully uh, and uh, Diggs, and they sort of hang on to fourth spot <clears throat> um, despite going down 1 0 at the Vogue. Uh, St. Day, you know, obviously on a five-game winning streak now, mate, after after they had a poor start as well, really. It's surprising, really. Um, but uh, they scored the only goal through the prolific Dan Richards, mate. Um, and Wendron, mate, they were also single goal winners at well uh, Matt Larkham with a all-important winner there. Bottom of the league, Porsche Levendiech. you You watched them last week, mate, didn't you? Get a bit of a... A bit of a hammering, at a luggage, mate. <clears throat> Although you did say you thought they were all right, mate, didn't you? If, uh, yeah. But uh, and, and you were right, mate. They, they pulled off the shock of the day, really, mate, by beating sixth-placed Hale away, 4-1 at Travassic Park. Um, a Gavin Parrot Brace, along with George Mulcher and Ash Stidwell, uh, goals, mate. So Port claim all three points with Nathan Hampton getting the hosts' consolation, mate. So, uh, you know, they're still on the foot of the table, Deeks, but you know, not enough to get them off the bottom. But you know, great confidence boosting results for mm-hmm. Um The East Division, uh, not so fortunate, mate, managing just the four games. Lumpson won the game of the day at St. 3 1 to move above Pol into second spot, Deeks. Uh, Mark Elvidge and Shay Cardiff, mate, both kept up their good scoring in form. Um, and along with sub-Taylor Jerry, mate, who completed the scoring for the Claricks. Joe Tilley replied for the sake. Um, St. Morgan moved into the top five with a point after their 3-3 draw at Salt Borough on the 3G at Salt Mill there. Player manager, Ash Bicknell, he's been on the show a few times, mate, Ash and he? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he he, got, he had a double strike, mate, along with a goal from veteran James Olsen. Uh, Burrow earned a share of the spoils, scoring through Charlie Hine, Joe Priest and sub Nathan Sitch uh, Salt Ash United are just behind the Saints in sixth after their 3-1 victory over Morwenstow um, Jason King, Carl Powell Thomas and sub, good day for sub steaks, was not it? A lot of sub-scoring here, mate, I think I don't know how many, mate. <laughs> should have counted them really but and sub Tom Bullock, mate, were all on target for United, with Nathan Bonney getting the Morwenstow consolation. Sticker came out on top in the... Oh, yeah, listen to this one, the subs. Um, Sticker came out on top in the bottom four clash at Burn Gallo, mate. The immaculate Burn Gallo, I might add, uh With, with Milbrook, mate, they they won 3-0 the host, mate. And bizarrely, mate, all three goals were scored by substitutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, Henry Phillips, Joel Cockings, and Marco Beresi, mate, who sounds like he should be playing for Milan, really. In the back (laughs) line,
0: what a defender. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate, yeah. So he could be Franco's nephew, I suppose, couldn't he? (laughs) I was going to say that, mate. Yeah, he could have a famous uncle, couldn't he? <laughs> but yeah, what a player he was, mate. he? I mean well, you know more about. I think it is spelt differently. It's, I think, oh, yeah. think Franco only had one R in his surname. You, you, you're so right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know you lose there, that mate. in the pronunciation, don't you? So yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> mate. I think if I was in, mate, I'd make that story up anyway. <laughs> <would you? laughs> yeah, just, uh, just got to speak to me, uncle Franco, over not <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a bit of a hard act to follow, though, mate, isn't it? But, uh, but yeah, they, so they gave the sticky, the much-needed three points, mate, you know, in that 3-0 win there, three subs. So, well done to them. And easy team of the week in the East, you know, with that danded fix, you know, we said about the game of the week last week, you know, uh, uh, seeing Luton win 3-1 at Colter, mate, to put themselves up to second in the table and making sure that St. You know, still staying fourth, mate, um... And the West, well, that was a lot harder to, to decide, really, mate. To be fair, everyone had a bit of a claim, really. I mean, Mousel going to the top by flashing of 5-1. St. Dave coming out on top 1-0 against the Mullian team that have been flying, really, mate, early in the season, you know, up until the last two games. Um, or Penryn, well, that last minute winner against third place Alston, you know, sort of, you know, that uh, that would have been a routine win for him. Oh, I think it's 5 1 last year, mate. Penryn won that, but obviously a much needed win for Penryn, you know, after Alston beat Mully in 5 0 last week. So so everyone's got a bit of a claim, Deeks, but I think I've got to go for the bottom of the league, poor fleven, mate, you know, for. For getting a, well, an away win at Ale, mate. You know, their first win of the season with an emphatic 4 1 win at Ale as well. It was sixth, mate, mm. at kickoff. So, you know, it wasn't, like we said, mate, it wasn't enough to take them off the foot of the table, but a big confidence booster for, for when the season resumes in a month, hopefully, Deke. So, to so this week's teams of the week, Deke's in the East and Portleven in the West, mate. And, mm. yeah, and the fixtures for this Saturday, mate.
0: Boris has put the blockers on him. mate. <laughs> right. Do you do you keep a note of uh, who wins uh, your uh, team of the week yeah. or not? Yeah, got it all eight. Yeah, you know me, mate, for stats. Because I noticed yeah. I noticed every Friday there's quite a bit of interest um Halston yeah. tweeted last week that they were quite happy with being nominated. Was that their second time last week or Third, I think, third mate. Third. Yeah, third, I think, yeah. for Alston. Yeah, great result that was, mate. I uh, I know, but... know that the week before, who was it? The week before, was it Sinostal or someone like that? But, or, uh, whenever yeah. Sinostal did, uh, they, they tweeted it as well. So, um, so, yeah. They all like being nominated, don't they? All yeah, the that's not, yeah. Nice to know, mate, isn't it? Nice to know that <laughs>
2: me decision means something to, to someone, mate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I bet I bet Paul Fleming came off the pitch last Saturday thinking we got a good chance to be nominated as Team of the Week by Rocco. this Friday. <laughs> Do <you
2: think>? yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't mate. so. <laughs> <laughs> actually, mate, I did have a text one day from Dan Dan Haller, mate. You know, Radcliffe United. Yeah, yeah. I think Dan's captain actually, mate, Radcliffe United. And he he texted me through Instagram. I think it was when they beat. Um, they had a really good. I mean, they've had some cracking results, haven't they? But they had a really re- good result. I think they. I think they actually beat Alston three two, mate, didn't they? At Collider. Yes,
0: they did. Was,
2: yeah. Yeah. Was that about three weeks ago? A month ago? And, and Dan yeah. actually actually texted me, mate, and he goes, he goes got got to be in the mix for team of the week, that <laughs> <haven't> <laughs> And I did say I have already decided that mate and give him a little wink with a shush. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you yeah, know that was the no-brainer that one. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, glad someone's interested in it. Each <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is nice to know that someone listens to it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, let's do
2: that. Art warming, mate. Art (laughs) warning.
0: Right. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, as uh, Rapper said, no games obviously uh, for the next four weeks to uh, pick out. But, um, well, time then for a newbie to the podcast, Rappu. Yeah, well done mate, another one. Yep, another one this week and uh, it is Steve Blatsford of Callington Town. Their game at Newquay last Saturday was the only game played in the West Division of the Peninsula League and it was good news for the club. Your first league win last Saturday, Steve. Uh, congratulations. Yep,
3: yeah, thank you very much. Uh, much needed, much needed boost going into lockdown particularly Um it's uh, a credit to the lads who performed on the day, really. Um, so delighted for everybody.
0: Yeah, you say much needed. Well, I guess it is really, isn't it? Because uh, you know the the teams, the two teams below you have just had new managers uh, put into the clubs, Lanson and uh, Godolphin. What what is the situation at Callington? At I understand you're sort of caretaker manager.
3: Uh, that's the position at the moment. Um, I've enlisted the help of James Baker, uh, very experienced, uh, centre-back actually who joined the club l- this season and, uh, he was obviously very instrumental in, in the, in the win down at Newquay. Um, he's a great leader on the pitch, um, knows his way around this division. So until further notice if you like Um, we'll we'll be sort of, I don't want to use the word joint manager, it's often confused but that's
0: um, we have an on
3: on the pitch and off the pitch arrangement which hopefully will will see us through uh, in the short term anyway Um, the uh, congratulations to Godolphin and launched and who've uh, have got new managers but um we've we're not in that position, fortunate position where um the response to the vacancy hasn't produced um the caliber of candidate that i think we need um at, at the club uh, we're looking for uh genuine experience at step six level um and uh we're, we're kind of open to offers, if uh, that's the best way I can
0: put it. <laughs> right. So, so far this season, I mean, how's it been going on the pitch? I mean, obviously, Saturday against Newquay was your your first win. You, you, you've only failed to, to not score in one of the league games out of 13. So, uh, presumably, you know, going forward it's not so bad, but you, you seem to be conceding a bit.
3: Well, that was a philosophy... We took into the game at Newquay. um the we we actually went down there with eight first team regulars uh four second teamers and a and a new signing uh on saturday um, we we set up completely differently than than previously um and as I said earlier, it was a credit to all the lads involved that they bought into the the philosophy we wanted to take on the pitch um and uh, they got their just rewards for sure uh on saturday against a very good new key side
0: i understand your goalie played quite a good game
3: yeah bradley agar he uh, a second team uh goalkeeper um and uh, he stepped in um and he had an excellent excellent game uh, no doubt about it uh, the whole side defended really well but when we limited them to to long range shots bradley was equal to everything they could throw at him so we're uh, very pleased for him um he's been around the club for a uh, for a number of years and uh he took his opportunity without without doubt
0: right and so Obviously, now you haven't got a game for four weeks um, because of the lockdown. Am I thinking that might be a good thing for you? It gives you a bit more time to, to you know, perhaps uh, get a manager in and uh, get some yeah. new players, or what?
3: It is a little bit of a double-edged sword because <laughs> yeah. coming off the back of a performance like that, um, you just want to get going to the next game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have to use we have to make the best of the time that's available to us now um and uh yeah i don't particularly want to use this uh, interview as an advert for for the vacancy but i think people uh people around the football world um the type of person we want would know there's an opportunity here um the days of uh, them queuing at the door to take on a step six club they they've long gone um it's uh possibly down to player commitment these days but um um most managers know they've got to give up their fridays and their saturdays um, and many other hours of the week uh to keep a team out at, at step six level
0: and obviously, at the moment you 're sort of you 're wearing a couple of hats at least at the club you're you're chairman as well aren 't you i am so yep. what does the lockdown mean in the sense of the football club as a whole? you know how do you manage financially and all that sort of thing
3: My main job as a chairman is to keep the club on a sound financial footing uh, we 've had some difficult times in the past, but we are. We are fairly fairly well secure now financially for this season. Um, clearly, with lockdown, we've we've no expenditure to speak of. Um, I think the league have, have been very supportive by explaining to the powers that be uh, for clubs at step six to maintain their clubs uh, without any clubhouse facilities. Um, is very difficult. Um, we we clearly rely on sponsorship, as most clubs do. Um, again, we're very fortunate in that Ginsters are very supportive of of the club. Obviously, they're local to the town, and, and they've been a long, long-time supporter of, of and and we thank them because we couldn't really do without them.
0: So you wouldn't be an advocate of playing behind closed doors because obviously, you know, without the people they're watching, there's no money coming in over the bar and and through the gate.
3: No money over the bar and through the gate. We haven't got a big budget player-wise, but um, at step six you have to supply at least, you know, you, you supply and pay for at least three... Match officials, which uh, runs at over a hundred pounds these days, um, and uh, and sponsors are going through difficult times as well as football clubs at the moment.
0: Mm. It's not easy, is it? So, no. so, so. Final question: What have you, or what do you expect from the players during the lockdown? Are you, are you telling them to make sure they keep fit and all that sort of thing, or what?
3: We uh, we have a number. Of injuries. <laughs> Hopefully, they they will use the time well yeah. uh, to get fit. And uh, we, uh, James Baker is going to get the group active because they have a WhatsApp group, and uh, there'll be some certain tasks set for each players. Each player, uh, we have to trust them. Um, I think the older players, particularly, are very good at looking after themselves it's it's the younger players that perhaps need a little bit more encouragement to um, top up their fitness in, in whatever way they they can.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for talking to us, Steve. Um, all the best for the rest of the season. We'll keep our fingers crossed that it won't be too long before you got uh, uh, a manager in place there.
3: Okay. Thank you very much.
0: Your Cornish, <laughs> Cornish podcast Yeah, thanks to Steve there for coming on. Um, of course, they were the only game last Saturday, Rappos. So, um, uh, yeah. or in the West, they were the the only game. So, um, good choice, wasn't it? Seeing they're the only game. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: well done, think So done for, um, you know, we're, uh, you know, right on the ball, mate. As usual, mate. Right on the ball, getting the up to date. Um, I mean, fantastic win, mate, wasn't it? I don't, I don't think anyone saw Cali. Would, 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 I, would I be rude to say, mate? I don't think anyone saw Cali. Winning at Mount Wise, mate. Really? Did Probably they think
1: so?
0: What? No, that's right. No,
1: nah.
0: um, <clears throat> uh, I know I didn't. To no. be honest, but but, but UT, uh, you know, we had a, what a few weeks ago. Well, let's talk about Callington first of all. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Callington, um, they're, they're what do they know? Eighteenth, um, uh, twenty. They're in that group of teams down the bottom, though, aren't they? That you know, unless they suddenly get a a new fresh intake of. Players or whatever, because whenever they do get a proper manager as such, they're going to struggle, aren't they?
2: Yeah, there is that sort of group, mate. You know, like Godolphin, You know, Clark, he's just gone in there, and, he, and you know, Steve was saying, you know, he didn't want to use the interview as a a sort of, uh, you know, a, a sort of job. Sort of description, like but but to be honest, mate, I've I written me notes here, mate. I mean, it's a lovely setup at Carrington, isn't it? These days, Dix, isn't it? I would, I would imagine it'd be a, a decent job for someone, mate, wouldn't it? Really?
0: Yeah, you know, and, and when you think, um, you know, you're not too far away from Plymouth and the like, so probably yeah. you've got a fair <clears> bit of population to choose from, haven't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, Dix. I think that, mate. I think they could, I could, they could be a little bit of a sleep in. Sort of, like, you know, it was, it, well, I would say a giant, mate, you know, yeah, you know. But, I wonder but what they, word
0: you were going to use there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, were, you were digging a pit, weren't you, for yourself? I
2: was, you. really, mate. Yeah, yeah. I don't suppose we could class them as a giant yet. But, no. but, you know, they're, they're good club digs, aren't they? They're good. And, like, fair play to Steve, mate. I mean, the chairman, mate, you know got three points he might have to call himself in mate give himself an interview <laughs> for the job <laughs> do the old Tommy Cooper mate you know with uh <laughs> you know hello Steve how are you yeah fine thank you yeah. no but no um yeah you know I think you know fair play is a great result mate to to go to Newquay you know get a clean sheet and win you know that's a fantastic result mate and you know I hope Carrington do because you know, they are a good club, mate, isn't they? And with a nice setup, mate, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it would be a, an interesting job for, for someone. Like you say, mate, not too far from Plymouth and a big base of players out like that mate. You know, Cornwall, Devon, sort of border, mate, really, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, good luck to them, mate.
0: Although, you know, you look at their league positions in the last few years in the Peninsula they got promoted, and they their first season in the Premier Division was 14-15, and that yep. was their best, actually. They finished 11th, and then it's been 16th, mm. 15th, 19th, and 17th. So, you know, yeah. it's, a, it, it's a bit of a... Well, it, <coughs> it's, it would be a challenging um, task for a new manager, but one that, um, well, you know, the setup mm. is there, as you say, now, isn't it? So... Uh, Love, lovely, mate. Yeah.
2: I, re- I really enjoy it. You know, whenever I go out there, Dix, so yeah. You've played Managed there. A couple of you must have played yeah, there. I have. Yeah. Like, it, actually, Peaks, I've played there twice um, before I retired. Managed to, you know, the back end in the safe rest of my Western League career, mate. And um, we played up there for Pen and won 3-1. And I had, uh, I had two that day, mate. I had a penalty. Um, I think Steve, Steve Jewell had the other goal, actually, mate. Pen that day. Through. I had a penalty and a, and a, a decent shot, I think, mate, from the edge of the area. And then in my last season in the southwestern Midlands, I went up there for Choro, and um, we drew two all, mate, and I had both goals in that day. So, so what yeah, I think one been, of them. Roughly?
0: What season do you reckon that?
2: I think I'm talking that would have been three, four season, mate, or three, no, two, three. So went pound well. At fifty-seven at Parramore in the three-four, yeah, that would have been two-three, I think. Two thousand, I think I finished South Western League two thousand and three, mate. Mm. Thirty-six and on fifty-three seventy, yeah, yeah, two thousand and three, I think, mate.
0: Isn't, isn't it weird? Bottom of the South Western League that season. <coughs> Can you remember who, who might have been bottom? Oh, uh, who
2: would have been bottom? They were well, either, and truly they truly
0: bottom, to be honest. Were they?
2: Um, that's not when Bobman had a poor team. Yeah,
0: spot on. Bobman
2: yeah. Crikey. Twelve which points. <laughs> yeah, crikey, mate. Yeah, I didn't get the play then, mate. Before my knee packed in, I don't think. <laughs> I remember me last game big to I Was uh, it was against Salt Ash, mate? Managed to come on, Webby chucked me on, mate. Last twenty minutes, it was two one up, mate, and I managed to chip the keeper. I think I think it was. Um, Oh, what's it Richard Keith, mate? Do you remember Richard yeah,
1: Keith? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 the Yeah, I think I chipped Richard from about 35 yards feet to the clubhouse end that Triu wrote, mate. They clipped the ball on the way in, <laughs> 3-1. And I come off after the game, I said to Webby, I said, that's it, mate. <laughs> that's my last kick of the ball in the South Western League, mate. I, you know, and the knee was virtually gone because so I only played about 25 minutes, mate, innit? You know, it was agony. So, and I had a, few, a couple months break, mate. And went back to and, you know, managed to get a season and ask, you know, with them in the combo. But, yeah, obviously, knees were gone. But, yeah, yeah, last season. But, yeah, I'd say 2003, mate. I'm thinking bigs. But yeah. But, but, yeah, Bob, sorry, mate. Bobman, well, yeah, you'll believe that. Huh?
0: Yeah, and like we started the the program with saying it's a funny old game. Bobman, yeah. bottom 2003. <laughs> Season up, yeah. they're runners up.
2: Yeah, is that when Gil? No, no, too early for Gilby, wasn't it? Ricky? Was Ricky still there then, Or I don't know. Would it have been no, Ricky? Uh, uh, no, it might be. R- Ricky, might have gone by then, mate. Might not Yeah, I would have
1: guessed so.
2: <laughs> fed, up, fed up asking me to sign, he was, mate. <laughs> 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 but it was great. What a Uh mate. Big, big regret great that, Deeks, not playing for Ricky, no, really, mate. Oh, well, I think, pre- I think pre- he
0: asked me three times. Perhaps she'll take it on I mean, the side somewhere and you can have
2: a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean just one game, mate. Just <laughs> one game for recognition, but but um, yeah, I mean, you know, like you say, Think's is a funny old game because you know, since well, like you say, a season later, mate, they've probably gone on from after that, you know, and with the introduction of South West Peninsula League, and all mate, they just Bob and the, the most successful team in the county, aren't they? After that,
1: yeah,
2: you know, f- from being bottom of the league to sort of two three seasons later, sort of winning well, total domination, won't it, mate, for about 10 seasons,
1: yeah,
0: that's right. So, so yeah, the, uh, certainly the top calling side in, in the peninsula, that's for sure. So, uh,
2: yeah, can be done, mate. I mean, good
0: news for Callington, mate, isn't it? It can be done. It can be done, that's right. Well C- done. Yeah. Yeah, Callington, this could be the start of big things. Um, exactly,
2: exactly. What
0: about Newquay, though? Because a lot of people have sort of tipped them as a good footballing sport. Yeah. Um, but they seem to struggle quite often, don't they? They're inconsistent, yeah. I suppose, would be the word. <laughs> but-
2: yeah, that's that is the word beaks, isn't it? I mean they're they're capable, mate. well, they've shown that, mate, and they you know, gone to Alston, you know, gone there, drew three 0 you know, they had some great results, mate, haven't they, this season, but but yeah, I mean Macca must be tearing his hair out really, mate. You know, you can go to Alston and draw three 0 and then you lose one nil at home to Callington, you know, it's you know, I know their team I don't think they've managed to keep a settled team but much, mate, have they, this season. I mm-hmm. think Macca's got that problem, anyway, so so yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of seasonal sort of um, sort of players, isn't there, working that with the new key, mate is always the same. But hopefully, mate, you know, they might get a settled side now, the winter's here, you know, up until about March or whatever, mate. Keep their settled team. Keep their big players fit, mate, you know, like Callum McConey and Jack Bray Evans, mate, you know, I don't think either of them have played too much, you know. Mm. If, if those those two are playing big, you know, they've got a chance of beating anyone, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't won for the last four games, so uh, they needed. One. No. And uh, yeah, who's their next game? Oh, look, they they, they could win their next game.
2: Have they got
0: mate, not Carrington, is it? No, it's
2: not. It's <laughs> not Carrington <it>. away. Penshurst <laughs> away. Oh, interesting trip, mate. It's
0: big the old 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 December, thing. so you know who knows what might yeah. happen team wise, but yeah, but, exactly, mate, but, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. And then they've got three home games. So, yeah. Camelford, Could be the Salt start of run. God- oh, no, of course. Then. What's <laughs> oh, in yeah. day? Godolphin. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, and
0: Camelford and Salt Ash, mate. Yeah. You say?
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's not easy, is it? <laughs> uh, no guarantee of too many points there, mate, is it? But but they're capable, mate, not they? You know, Maca, great manager, mate. You know, some talented players. You know, Nuki beat anyone on their day, didn't they? So.
1: And
0: lose to anyone on the day.
2: It's exactly. That too, mate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Right. Crazy. Well, the fixtures are up for the next um, round of games in the <laughs> Peninsula, 5th of December. So um, Phil Hiscox has been busy doing that. Uh, but we still get the chance to talk to him on the podcast. Uh, let's hear from the South West Peninsula League secretary, Phil Hiscox, who could bring us up to date with a lot of things. So before we talk about Lockdown 2, Phil, and the, the, obviously the knock-on effects of that, um, it was a weather-affected Saturday, wasn't it?
7: It was indeed. Another another wet Saturday. And of course, uh, the law of you-know-what will mean that now the weather has improved. I don't know what it's like where you are, Dave, but in, in Exeter on
0: Thursday morning, the sun is shining brightly. It's beautiful blue sky, <laughs> yeah. and as you said, the sun is shining so bright that I might have to just pull the curtains slightly in a minute, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, but uh, the last lockdown, lockdown one as we Mm. call it, I suppose,
7: that, that we, we had suffered an awful lot of wet weather postponements and as soon as the lockdown came the weather seemed to improve so <laughs> uh, well we just have to take it on the chin
0: yeah that's right so th- did you manage to get to a game That's was uh, the main thing yes, Saturday. yes
7: uh, it was all a bit of sort of change of plans and things and in the end uh, I, I just went to Honerton for two reasons really one I hadn't actually been there this season, so I was trying to tick off one more before I should have the chance. Uh, But also, it was a 2.15 kick-off because they haven't got lights and the clocks have changed. Uh, So that sort of enabled me to go there and get back and and carry on with the rest of the work, as it were. Uh, And I was treated, I I can't hardly call it a 19-goal thriller, can I? But 19 (laughs) goals in a game. (laughs) So Stoke Gable did score twice in five minutes.
0: Oh, right. So, <laughs> so what's, yeah, the score was, when they, what's the score when they actually scored themselves?
7: After about half an hour, they were 6-0 down, and then they scored one to make it 6-1, and then literally two, three minutes later, they scored another one to make it 6-2, and we were sort of suddenly thinking, well, wait Could a minute. they come back <laughs> because, Yeah, uh, but I think actually all it did was was wake Honnerton back up, and by half-time, I think it was 8-2, and it obviously finished 17-2.
1: Right.
0: Well, uh, and we must just very quickly ask, how did um, Roger Bonaparte play?
7: Um, in the first half, quite well. In fact, he, he definitely provided the assist for the, for the opening goal, a, a ball from the right in, into the box, and the look slotted it in. So he, he can claim an assist. He didn't score himself, but uh, I do think Roger's legs aren't probably there for 90 minutes anymore. Say. Yeah, but hang on
0: a, <laughs> a sec. Yeah, just tell everyone how old he is he is over 53 53
7: and 2 months now right. <laughs> yeah yeah so um, he's doing but well. i think 90 yeah but i think 90 minutes might be a bit too much for it now
0: <laughs> okay right well that's uh, obviously there was Afe Vase on Saturday and uh, well, your prediction of four going through is still on the cards isn't it
1: yeah it's
7: pretty well I'm I'm taking that as as a sort of moral victory because the two that I thought would go out have gone out. The two that I thought would go through have gone through. And, you know, let's say millbrook Sherbourne live to fight another day. Uh, When that day will be, we've got no idea. And and obviously the the St. Blasey-Helston, well, there's always going to be one to go through and one to go out, wasn't there?
0: And the draw was made on Monday. Um, Favourable to our clubs or not?
7: Um. It, it would not the worst, in as much as potentially three of the four have got home ties, haven't they? So we've got uh, Falmouth we now know will play Cleve because Bishopscleave uh, got their game out of the way on Tuesday night. And Helston will play either Fairham or Roman Glass. That, that looks a toughie because Fairham are a good side. Uh, but to be fair Bishop Sleaver are no mugs either mm. um, I suppose the one unfortunate draw was you know but Spurs yeah. um, they, they've done very well this season they're punched above their weight in, in, in national competitions even like in the FA Cup uh, they've beaten St Austell and somebody else uh, to go a couple of rounds mm. um, but their reward is Plymouth partway away which is, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> at least they have got to go very far
0: <laughs> no, that's true and uh, Millbrook if they beat
7: Sherbourne Yeah, home to Bashley, who used to be Southern League. Um, I mean, they used to be a good side. I I must admit, I haven't really followed their fortunes. Now they're back in the Wessex League, so I don't know what they're doing at the moment. But years ago, they were a force.
0: Mm. And, of course, the big thing is, though, uh, as you've touched on, the FA... Trophy and the FA Vase has mm. been suspended for the moment. Now, yeah. you know, while I had to use the word suspended, well, it was going to be off for four weeks anyway, wasn't it? So uh... I think it covers two
7: bases really. That, that there's no pressure now that the games will be on the fifth of December because we can't be absolutely sure that we'll be allowed to restart on the fifth of December. Um, and secondly, they've got an issue to resolve in that there were quite a few ties from the last round not completed. Uh, and whether they look to perhaps just give one Saturday for those ties, so for example, Millbrook, versus Sherborne, and the Fair and Roman Grass games might be played one Saturday, uh, with the actual round next round date sort of a different Saturday, or whether they sort of pile in as many as they can on on the first Saturday, and and what they can't pile in, trick us over.
0: I'll get I'll get rapid to work out all that uh, scenarios because yeah. it gets a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
7: so I mean essentially, Halston, for example, can't play their tie, can they, yeah. on the first Saturday back or the first Saturday out because they have to wait for Fairham. Mm. Uh, Millbrook, there would be more pressure for them to play early because, um, you know, Bashley are waiting for them. Mm. Um, and let's say there's two ways of doing it. You can put in the maximum number of ties on one day and the stragglers the week after, or, or you could... Just say right. This one particular Saturday is for all the games that weren't already played, and that the, the next actual proper round will all be on the same Saturday.
0: Yeah. If the FA were to be sensible about it and perhaps delay their competitions or the Trophy of Us until say, I don't know, February, is is there still enough Saturdays? Or are there still enough times for all these games to be fitted in anyway?
7: Uh, The the problem is that we we are rapidly running out of Saturdays. I I did some calculations this week. If if we restart on the 5th of December, um, then there are 22 Saturdays up to and including the 1st of May. Um, So you then look at somebody like St. Blaise. St. Blaise has 31 league fixtures to play. So clearly they have to play nine midweeks. So that's a midweek every other week Mm -hmm. already. And that's not taking into account the weather that we might get, the fact that St. Blasey might be due to play a a Helston or a Falmouth on the day of of the VARs. Um, The Cornwall Senior Cup, they still intend playing that. Uh, So there are other pressures. So we are running out of dates, and I'd have to say we're now probably in... There's the three scenarios I can see. Uh, the, the, the best case or sort of, your head in the sand scenario is that the weather will be good, the games will get played, and it, yes, it will be busy, but we'll get finished. Uh, the, the medium uh, scenario, which is probably the one the FA are currently looking at, is how long can you extend the season into May uh, to give those sort of clubs a realistic chance of finishing without being stupidly busy Mm -hmm. Uh, and the third option and and i did sort of my statement this week sort of refer to this is we don't know this is finished yet do we there's there's possibilities that we don't restart on the 5th of december there's possibilities that we have other lockdowns or or even if we restart on the 5th of december what's to say i get a phone call a couple of days before then saying x club has two cases of corona can we not play on saturday
1: Mm. you
7: know it's not the disease isn't going to disappear. Magically, no. is it, unfortunately?
1: No, that's right.
7: uh, and then, you know, again, we we, we already alluded to this conversation to the weather. Who's to say on the 5th of December or, or, or over Christmas, we're, we're not under a blanket of snow? <laughs> oh, I hadn't you even know, thought it, about snow. Well, we didn't have any snow last year, did we? <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? You have yeah. these perfectly playable pitches. But you cannot rely on the weather in between. Certainly December, January, February, you can't rely on it. It can
0: turn very quickly. Okay, so it's a bit of a conundrum, as they say. Um, In the meantime, though, I know you've been busy (laughs) replacing fixtures, etc. Is it on the cards that in the perfect world, football in the Peninsula League will return on the 5th of December? Or are clubs going to be given a week or two to warm up or what?
7: No, my, my my advice to clubs, and I, I've had a conversation with other leagues in the FA, is that if we're able to restart on the 5th of December, we need to restart on the 5th of December. There just isn't the, the scope for that. Mm. Um, but, uh, and I know one or two managers have already thought about this, and if there are other managers listening, um, Wednesday the 2nd of December is beyond the... The lockdown. You you can't physically play or open clubhouse on Tuesday the first of September, but you can on Wednesday the second of December. And I I know, for example, one club's already decided that on Wednesday the second of December, the plan will be for their first team to play the reserve team in a sort of warm-up friendly. Right. So I think you know a lot of clubs should be planning some sort of training session friendly on Wednesday the 2nd of December to at least get something out of their legs before before we start on the Saturday.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's fair to everyone at the end of the day, isn't it? If, if they know that the first game will be the 5th of December, well, that's it. You know, everyone's yeah. in yeah. the same boat, aren't they? So uh,
7: They're all in the same boat. And like I said, there is that option on, on the Wednesday, yeah. whether, whether you play an in-house friendly, whether you just have a training session, you know, there, there is an option there to have one get-together at least before you, you turn up on the Saturday.
1: Okay.
0: And fixtures... You, you've been working on them. They will be appearing on the uh, on the internet? Well,
7: Yeah, to be you... honest, by the time this, this, this yeah. um, podcast goes out, they should all be there. Um, what I've done is I, in both the East and the West is filled in all the remaining Saturday dates where teams might have had an odd Saturday off up to and including Saturday the 1st of May. Um, that's got rid of about half of the missing fixtures, but it obviously filled those Saturdays now up. Uh, And then the remaining half uh, are midweek, starting on the sort of first midweek of March uh, and going through. And that takes you again to to sort of Easter. So there isn't a lot of scope left, um, but it all does fit. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing is that people might say is that rather oddly there are three games, two in the West and one in the East, on Monday, May the 3rd, which is the May Day Bank holiday. the common theme on Bank Holiday Monday is that the, there are three clubs there still don't currently have floodlights, uh, and I can't sort of play midweek games, it's certainly in March till the clocks change, and then you've got Easter at the beginning of April. Uh, so to get an extra home game at the grounds without floodlights, I have put in a game at each of the non flood grounds on the May Day Bank Holiday already.
1: Right.
0: And a lot of people might say, why are you bothering to rush to get these fixtures out to... You know, so quickly, but you owe it to the other leagues below you, don't you?
7: I do. You know, ultimately, sooner or later, I would have to rearrange them. They can't just sit there forever. <laughs> so I've got to do the job. But the other main reason for, for get doing it as soon as possible is the vast majority of clubs have got second teams, one or two have got third teams, or other teams that use their grounds. Uh, on the priority of fixtures, I come first. So if I make a change, so for example, if I say Torpoint are home on that Saturday, a particular Saturday in April that they weren't previously home to, that may impact on either the St Perrin League where their second team play or the East Cornwall League where their third team play. Uh, likewise, you know, if the away team on that Saturday is a club whose ground is then available to the St Perrin League or, or another league, mm. then, then they can use it as well.
0: Okay, right. Well, I must. Uh, I mustn't hold you up much longer because you you're in the midst of doing that. Um, Mosul Last Tuesday, we were there watching them beat St Denis. Uh, I've got hopefully Adam Fletcher from Mosul on the on the podcast this week. Are they looking like champions? I think they probably are. I think they probably are. They're, they're,
7: I've seen them <laughs> at the lockdown. I, there are three teams I've sort of seen three or four times each, and Mousel, i don't know why—but I've seen that it was the fourth time I've seen them this season. Three times away, and that first visit to Trundle. Um, well, you were there. Lucky, they are lucky owners. Well, well, they did lose on penalties at Exmouth, so perhaps they may not say I won. <laughs> but, the, but the league, the, the league games, yes, played three, one, three in their league games. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they are a very very good team play a lot of very good football um if i was slightly critical i would say their their game suits their own pitch which is superb um i'm not so sure it necessarily suits a more bubbly bobbly um pitch that they sometimes will face away from home and I would the other criticisms. I don't think they actually sometimes score enough goals. To be honest, they they play too much football and have a shot now and again have a shot right we see enough goals in the League perhaps I shouldn't be yeah that's true <laughs> yeah. 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 it's yeah.
0: happening everywhere isn't it there's too many goals everyone's complaining yeah. about the, yeah. making a point yeah. the number of goals being scored but uh, yeah. But from what
7: I've seen of Mousel they, 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 they perhaps should score more than they actually do Not, although it's, it's only a very minor criticism because like I say, I've seen them play three league games and they won three league games so.
0: yeah. <laughs> ok well thanks Phil for coming on um, your phone's been busy whilst we've been talking i expected it to be a lot quieter you know you've got i, I was hoping it's got four weeks to talk to you yet
7: yes yes yeah i've got some netflix to catch up on i haven't watched any since march
0: or wherever it was so. <laughs> right well get on with it then <laughs> okay yep phil there having a break from doing the fixtures on the uh full-time site and a cup of coffee then he was back at it and now uh I that a lot of the uh, upcoming fixtures have already been altered, so um, he's a busy man, isn't he? I oh, know,
2: mate. You know, well, well done to Phil, mate, you know, for having to redo all the... You know, he does it with a smile on his face, mate. Yeah, he does it with gusto, mate, doesn't he, Phil, mate? Oh,
1: no, I know, I think he's... he
0: does it by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: that,
0: mate, I like that. It's, uh, I don't know what, what's his to... called. I, that's not...
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, what was it what again?
0: He,
2: no, I can't remember now.
0: Gusto, though, I know
2: that. <laughs> nah, nah, Brilliant job, mate. If Phil does it, I mean, must be a real headache, mate. Or, well, I think you've come up with the right word. The conundrum, mate, isn't it? I think that's a <laughs> that's good the
0: second word. Second time you've said that today.
2: Yeah, it is, mate. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I nicked that off you earlier, I think, <laughs> mate. Subconscious, <laughs> subconsciously deep. So I think I nicked that off you earlier, but mm. but um, yeah, good word you come up with there, mate. But <laughs> but uh, it be a real kick in the teeth, though, mate, it, if we can't finish this season. Oh, don't well, go maybe. on
7: about it. That's the second time
2: he said that as well. I know, I know. I don't bear thinking about it, does it, think really, positive. mate? Think positive, think um, positive. Yeah, true, true, mate, yeah. think the positive. The only good here, but...
0: thing, I would say, the only good thing, if it were to be stopped right this moment... We wouldn't have yeah. you going on about the points per game thing because they haven't played enough <laughs> matches, basically. No, no, in, no. So. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't mention it uh, this early. Well, I think really... would never get there anyway, so... Uh... No, no, not this
2: season, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I only banged on about it, mate, because we played three quarters of the season, I think, <laughs> last year. But but, like you say, yeah, if it ended now, like, it's, it's not even worth thinking, talking about, is it? But, hey, mate, well done to Rod Bonaparte mate. 53 years old. And two played months. 90, yeah, and two months, mate. Yeah, played 90 minutes, mate. Same age as me, mate. You know, look at me and look at Roger. <laughs> if it, I don't know what uh, Phil would think about me, mate, if he can't think Roger. <laughs> <laughs> if Roger's late, gone, he can't 90 minutes. I, I hope Phil never sees me play, mate. That's about four games for me. That is, that is deep. 90 minutes. For the vet, but um, nice draws as well, mate, in the bars, will not it, mate? For our
0: teams, yes, yeah, not the easiest of ma- matches, but, no, um, but at least at no. home, so Ex- exactly, uh, yeah. Also, I had, to, I had to feel a little bit sorry for Newton Abbott Spurs getting part way, you know. If oh, gonna, yeah, if they're gonna go away and lose somewhere, well, who knows, they might not lose, but if they're gonna <laughs> yeah. go away, um, you know, pretty, it's not a bit further afield than part way, but
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, It is a shame for them, mate, isn't it? But but yeah, like you say, think so all all difficult sort of ties, isn't they? But but at least at least they're at home mates and and,
1: yeah. and
2: like Phil said, mate, Bashley, mate, you know, for Millbrook if they beat Sherville, mate. I mean yeah, a big old club, mate, is Bashley in their mm-hmm. day, mate. I remember them.
0: Yeah, and well, you know I've got a feeling I've watched True play up there. Have you mate, you've been up there, have you? I think so. Is that? Yeah. Um, near the um New Forest. Um, I oh, want the um, oh, what, Forest Green Rovers. No, you know? no, no. The new no, Forest. New forest you know, oh, new Forest, mate, sorry, mate. Hampshire. I,
2: I think it is up that way, isn't it, <laughs> actually, mate? Forest. Extra. forest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right, mate, new Forest. <laughs> 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 That's Gloucester, mate, isn't it? Forest Green Rovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit, bit further afield, <laughs> mate, isn't it? Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Right. <coughs> uh, not nearly as bad as me Tintin, tin, mate, on Saturday, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Thanks for leaving that in, Mark, on the highlights, mate. What is so I just difficult, difficult
0: get... with saying Will Tinsley? I
2: oh, know, mate. I just couldn't get I've said it hundreds of times, mate. You know, Will Tinsley, mate. You know, I couldn't get it out, mate. I think I was so excited by the cross, mate, and fuck cheddar, mate, you know, I think, you know, I just couldn't get Will Tinsley out, mate, just tin, tin, tin. You
0: <laughs> <We laughs> came done that, the end, didn't
2: you? Yeah, I did, mate, I, did, I didn't want to embarrass, you. I had three cracks on it, mate. I didn't want to embarrass myself, but, uh, but you done that for me anyway, mate, didn't you? <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> right. uh, br- brilliant,
0: brilliant, mate. <laughs> okay, well, last up today, uh, well, Phil sounded impressed with what he'd seen from Mazel this season. Let's have yeah. an update from the club's assistant manager, Adam Fletcher. I watched your game on Tuesday, um, a, a, a nice little 3-0 win at home to St. Dennis, and everything's looking pretty good
4: uh, for the Seagulls at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, the break's come at a, a bad time in some ways for us. Um We are on a nice little run. Um, We've we've had a good start to the season. Um, Could have been a little bit better from our point of view, but without being too picky.
0: Um, That is
4: is picky. You've only lost
0: one game and drawn one. You've won all the others.
4: Yeah, I I think I think the thing is, is the way that we maybe the way we we lost and the way that we drew our games, and maybe we've come through other games with wins, um, and the performance hasn't. Necessarily reflected the win. So I think from a performance point of view, um, we've had a couple of not not bad days, but you know a couple of things that we we've worked on that, that didn't come off during the games. Um, so probably ambient and Picky. You know we're in a, we are in a great spot. We're, we're well aware of that. But um, look, we've always got to try and be a little bit strive for a little bit more perfection, haven't we?
0: Mm, that's true. Well, the good thing is you're not conceding many goals, are you?
4: no no it 's something that we did work on um, in the summer. Uh, we did We shipped a few last year, not, nothing too extreme, but probably more than team's uh, people would have expected, especially with Jake um, coming into the club with his defensive record so i 'll be honest though, last year we probably worked ninety five percent on uh, attacking stuff, mm. um, so we, we looked into that in the summer, we addressed it we 've got. Some some top quality defenders now as well. There's you know six of them that are working as a really close knit group. Um, if one sits out, the other one comes in. So we're really lucky that way. And yeah, we're we kind of trying to pride ourselves on that a little bit more this year as well.
0: Tuesday, you had uh, what Josh Otto there playing in the middle of the back. So you know you're sort of using different players as well, aren't you, in different positions?
4: Yeah, yeah. Josh has Josh has come back to the club after having a year off, and um, I'm sure you guys would. You probably remember him from the... Um, County Youth. Corner, the, yeah, the County Youth stuff. So Josh is um, a great, really talented young player, and, and his appetite for the game this year is incredible. Um, we've probably played him in five or six different positions, <laughs> um, and he came in one night, I think he was at Wendron, um, played centre-half, um, did really well, and he's kept his space since then, so he's played the last five there, which really unfortunate because Jamie Devine as well, who I think was probably our player of the year last season Um, really unfortunate he he wasn't available for that game Josh came in and has done such a good job since that Jamie's just biding his time waiting to get back in but as you said we haven't conceded many goals so it's it's hard to change things at the moment Mm.
0: but that's what football's all about these days isn't it it's a squad game that you know the, the time will come where Jamie gets in because of someone else's ill fortune won't it
4: yeah absolutely and who knows what's going to happen with? Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. We start again on the the second or third, whatever date it was in December. But if you think with the schedule that's going to be upcoming, there's going to be so many games. Um, so it's so important to have a, a solid 15, 16, 17. Um, and we're actually really blessed as well with with our development side and the, the side in the St. Pirans team. There's you know there's four or five players there that have already been in our matchday squads this season or have trained with us. And, and you know, that, that number's growing. So we are pretty lucky with that.
0: So with the lockdown now upon us, how does that affect, um, you know, what you're doing with the players?
4: Uh, of course, it changes a lot. Um, we're trying to look at it in a, as positive a light as possible, Um we, we've played a lot of football, as everyone else has over the last... I mean, it's been a game every sort of three, four days. Um, mm-hmm. So in some ways, a little rest isn't the worst thing in the world. But of course, a month, maybe longer, we've, we've got to almost treat it like a little break and then a, a mini pre-season again. Um, I'm not sure... I don't know if you've heard if there's any plans for to play friendly games before we start again. If, if No,
0: if I could can tell you now you go straight back into league action on the 5th of December.
4: Yeah, okay, great. So yeah, so we've got to treat this time off. Um we're 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 very, very lucky to have um Gareth O'Neill um still working with us, who was the S and C the, the shred and conditioning guy at the, the Pirates. He's he's now working for Worcester Warriors. Um he, he's still with us and yeah, he's he's incredible that the his attention to detail and, and how he'll prep the guys to return on that particular date. Um Will be brilliant. So we'll kind of leave that one down to him um, and all the gu- all the boys that we've got involved. They all buy into it so much, you know. They they want to look after themselves. They want to push themselves. So I, I think it will be a positive time for us, really. Um, although frustrating because every weekend you probably be thinking about who you should have been playing on that day <laughs> and, and like the weather today's beautiful. So it looks like we would have had a full day of fixtures on Saturday again. Um, so yeah, we we'll, we'll use it to our benefit. Um, it will give me a bit of time to get some running in as well to put on a few pounds over the last few weeks since the last (laughs) lockdown. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll all use it wisely. Mansell,
0: you seem to go under the radar a little bit because I don't know whether it's because you're down the far end of the county or what, but are you pleased about that, that, you know, no one's really, apart from Phil Hiscox, who's already told me this morning that he can see you as being champions, are you quite pleased that you're, you know, not getting too much publicity at this stage?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's something that we try and aim for it in, in some ways. Um, we, we, don't try and, we don't try and go over the top on social media, but we still try and keep people connected to us. Um, you know, I, I don't want to ram down people's throats if we have a big win or anything like that. that that's not our style. Um, and we, we're just taking one game at a time. The boys all know the importance of that as well. It's so early, you know. It's such early doors. I, I still think there's teams that have had bad starts that are still going to be a big part of it come the end of the season. So, you know, it's it, we're not getting ahead of ourselves down here. So, I can see why maybe we're going under the radar because we, we, you know, we very much believe in ourselves. We, we've got a, a target and a goal this year, um, but yeah, you know, we don't we don't try and push that too much to the boys. The boys literally know they have one target and that's to win win that game on a Saturday and perform in a particular way um, and get their stuff done during the week. And, and, you know, we'll continue to do that until the end of the season.
0: And Adam, is one of those goals still promotion into the Western League?
4: Yeah, absolutely. If if it's achievable this season, um, obviously the league position says so at the moment, but as I said, there's a long a long way to go. We'd love to be able to do that. Um, plans are already in place at the club. You know, there's, there's stuff going on there. Every day, um, Derek, Tim, the rest of the committee—there's um, too many to name—but they they are all striving um, every day to to make the club a better place and, and yeah, make it achievable to to progress up through the, the ladder.
1: Your Cornish
0: Okay, thanks to Adam there. Now I I introduced him as assistant manager because that's what is on the um, program sheet that you get at the game. But I, I thought he was something a bit more important than assistant manager, like director of football or, or something like that. But um...
2: yeah, I thought it was actually. Deep. Last time we spoke to him, mate, wasn't it? it was it was a sort of it wasn't the assistant manager anyway, mate. It was, although that's an important role, mate. Isn't it? You know, I mean, helping Ashi and that, mate. You know, another voice for you know they're doing well, mate. I mean, Adams a perfectionist, mate, isn't he? I mean, he still want more, mate. He still wants more.
1: Picky, you know, picky. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, flying at the top of the league, man. To be fair, mate, the reserves are top of the St. Pierre and West as well, I think, isn't it, The club, yeah. Yeah, a club, you know, really on the up, mate, isn't it, also, So, yeah, you know, like, and not a bad thing, mate, you know, like Adam and, and Ashley's probably the same, mate, you know, they're probably perfectionists, mate, you know, they, they just want, you know, I think Phil said, mate. I, I had that feeling when I watched Mazer at Dogwalls the other week as well, mate. They, they're, they're that good, mate. They probably play too much football, mate, do not they? Rather than just having a strike sometimes, mate. Like you know, but yeah, but, but, uh,
0: but I think they're more direct this season than they were <clears throat> last season.
2: Are they, mate. Yeah, you, you've, uh, yeah, you've seen them more than me, mate. Whatever you say, I'll go with that, mate. But yeah. They're, they're, they're so quick they think isn't they mm. you know the way they switch the ball and that mate and, and Josh Megan you know he's doing well mate isn't he after his move from St Ice mate yeah. Yeah. I, I was quite impressed with him mate he's, good. Well, he's a good player in the St Peron League but I, know, I knew he would do well but, but yeah I think uh, you know the players that Jake's brought in mate are doing well aren't they and, and like Josh Otto mate keeping his place at the bat, mate we knew what a talented lad he was like Dixon. We with that mm-hmm. county youth side and everything. So, but yeah, yeah. Good luck to Ashie and Adam, mate. I mean, it seems a real club, mate. You know, like a, you know, good to hear the ambition as well, mate. Doesn't it? You know, it's gonna gonna be a nice trip for those Western League teams, mate, on a Tuesday night, isn't it? Coming down to Trungle <laughs> mate, <laughs> and then they they got a like a. That's the 250-mile round trip, mate. Then they got to drive up that lane in the coach, mate. <laughs> Get in to the no, boat. Don't, don't, Ch- don't to the about boat. that lane. Nah. You know. But... Is it still
0: as bad, mate? Is it still uh, as bad? Dude? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but But that's the last thing they got to do down there, mate. They've done everything else, haven't they? They've improved everything else down there. So yeah. maybe... uh Maybe dig that lane up in the summer, mate, if they go Western <laughs> League. <laughs> if they win the league, mate, celebrate by ripping that lane up. <laughs> but no, uh, no, nah, nah, well done to with they think. You know, I think Phil could be right, mate. I mean, they they seem far and away the most consistent team in the league, don't they, at the minute? They don't look like slipping up, do they? Whereas, you know, well, you know, Elston is sort of, you know, a little bit inconsistent. So, sort of I suppose, Deeks, you know, they... they they're going well, aren't they? You you'd probably say it, you know, at mm. uh, those two at the minute, mate. With uh, maybe Falmouth Town, things, you know? Dare I say it, mate? A little dark horse in the background, there, mate. Well, you know, dare you? I say it, mate?
1: Well,
0: you're you're, you're brave to say it because you know, yeah. there's people screaming at their podcast platform at the moment saying, "What about Cowford?"
2: Yeah, well done to
0: Wolves—they've lost yeah. less games than Farmers have.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was impressed with Wolves the, the other week. Dude. So I mean, they're they're brilliant at what they do, but I just don't know if they, you know, if if that will keep them in the top sort of four or five at the end of the season. Really, mate. You you can see why they're up there, though. Really organized, mate, and you know, s- you know, snapping at people's. Ankles, mate. I mean, they're pressing games fantastic. Like, you know, they don't give you time to settle on the ball at all, and you can see why they're doing so well, mate. But, but yeah, be an interesting league, I think, isn't it? This season. I yeah, think and it's,
0: I, yeah, it, and I, I think the the break will make it more interesting. You know, whether yeah. some clubs will use it, some might use it to sign new players. Um, yeah. Some will use it to get the players back fit again. Um, so, yeah. It's going to put... It could put a whole new spin on it, really, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, like you say, mate, it could be... I mean, what story? That would be big, wouldn't it, if Pam would... It'd be like Leicester, wouldn't it, mate? It'd be like Leicester winning the Premier League. Yeah, if Reds could win it in his 30th season,
1: mate. What
2: a story. What a story. That'd be an old Cornish soccer magazine on his own, mate. That would wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in, uh, you know... In, well... It, Yeah, unbelievable, mate, wasn't it, to to think that, mate, wasn't it? You almost had a
0: tint in the end, did you? couldn't get your word out. (laughs) No, I was trying to
2: think of a word, mate. I was going to say in celebration, mate, of um, Camelford. League title, mate, but uh, got some fireworks going off. Dick. Sorry, mate, it threw me off a bit. There's a few fire I'm just thinking about the cats out there, mate. <laughs> There's a few cracking off, mate. mate. I'm a little bit worried about the kittens, really, mate. But but uh, especially Paddy, mate, he's mental, he's probably halfway down the road, like, but um, <laughs> no, mate, no, yeah, like you say, Dick, so I think you know. It could it could be. A re- I, I mean, in the last lockdown, mate, we've seen quite a few um sort of signings, mate. didn't we? players switching clubs and that. So it could be an could be
0: an interesting month, mate, isn't it? And we haven't mentioned what what do you make of Neil Slateford joining sort Yeah, yeah. I was I was a bit
2: shocked, really, mate. You know, Slade's. I don't know, mate. You know, I
0: did you have to sit down when you read it or what? It
2: it, it, was, it was a jaw dropper, mate. It was. Sure, I think I was already sitting down. Luckily, mate. <laughs> but yeah, it was. was a bit of a jaw dropper, mate. I didn't didn't see it coming. You know, although the rumours were abound, mate, weren't they? Mm. Um, but I thought, you know, Brokes and Slates, mate. You know, they're pretty tight best mates, aren't they? You know, I, you know, I, yeah. I bet they had a conversation, didn't they, on Sunday morning? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know, what, what's going to happen to their bat, no, mate? I suppose they still keep their bat, will they? Who scores the
0: most goals? Yeah, who scores the most goals? I suppose you can still have it, can't you? Just not scoring the same team. No, exactly, mate, exactly.
2: Could turn into a dream move for Slates, mate, really, innit? You know, stick him in that salt Ash team, mate. I mean, you know, what a cracking team it is already, innit? And, Mm. you know, to add a quality player like Slates as well, mate, is great signing for Dane, mate. And, you know, could be, be, you know, sometimes a a move like that, thinks, you know, freshens up your football, doesn't it, mate? And, you know, if you're not enjoying it, I suppose, mate, you, you know, just Slates for... as a player... Sorry, Dave,
0: go on, mate. No, I was going to say, just a shame he's got to wait so long for his debut,
2: is not it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah. Slates is a player that, you know, any club in the league will want, mate, isn't he? So, you know, he's top quality, Colonel FA player, mate, is he? And, you know, one of the best, well, one of my favourite players in the league, Dave, so... Yeah, and just a shame that you know, like you say mate, he's gonna to have to wait a month now, and he to make his debut, but but uh, yeah, it be interesting mate to, to see that one, mate,
0: isn't it? Actually, well, I, think, right, just I a, think I think he'll go quite well in a red and white stripe, don't you? He will, suit him
2: that will, mate, will not it? Yeah. yeah, I think he will look good in that, mate. You yeah. look good in
0: that. Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. So oh, I know what I was gonna tell you as well. Someone that was asking yeah. after you at the Mousel game on Tuesday. Uh, All right, mate. John Simpson? Oh, Simo, mate. Oh, I've
2: seen Simo for ages. Yeah. How is he, mate? All right?
0: Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Good.
2: What player, mate? What what attacker, <laughs> mate? Simo he reminds me of Roy Keane, mate. You know, is it, do you get that thing when you treat the Simo like that? You know, he's very, like, you know, he's like straight as a die isn't he? like honest as you like and well, same as he was as a player, mate, wasn't he?
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, yeah, great. What one of them players you'd rather play with than against, mate? Wasn't he, Simo, mate? <laughs> crikey, crikey, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he could tackle, mate. He's still he's still boy playing for mate Theo.
0: Quite a long story actually. He's sort of trying yeah. to get back into the game um in um oh, where was it? Um he did tell me actually. It was yeah it was sort of one of the northern European countries. So i uh,
2: yeah, I did I, I did I saw I
0: think I've seen that on Instagram it's a photo of um Theo somewhere, mate. has been to a couple of places and, you know, he's not given up his, you know, desire oh, to play somewhere yet. So, but I didn't realise he'd broken his leg twice.
2: Yeah, mate, he's had so much bad luck, mate. And he's cracking player as well. You've you seen Theo play, mate? No, I
0: haven't, no. no.
2: Yeah, a oh, cracking player, mate. Yeah, best of luck to him, mate. Nice lad as well, mate. He seems a real nice down-to-earth lad as well. Well, he will be with Simo, mate, as a dad, won't he? Yeah. You
3: know,
2: Simo will keep <laughs> his feet on the ground, won't he? So yeah uh oh, best of luck to the old mate, and yeah yeah, it'd be good to catch up with him again sometime mate, good career mate Simo. didn't he you know been that way Mousel and mm. and uh different clubs done that way that's mate nice. so its a nice mate, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, played with him at Penzance for a season
1: mate,
2: yeah, yeah, that's the only time I played with him, but thank God, better than playing against him
0: <laughs> yeah, so there you go, so um yeah it's it's good to you know go around to these different games and see people that perhaps you haven't seen yeah. in a while. So, uh, Lovely, mate. That was good. Right, so that's it. Is that it, mate? We're out of time. That's it. Crikey. That's a, that's a quick one, isn't it, mate, this week? Yeah, not quite isn't so it? many interviews, so it um, makes it a yeah. bit easier. But um And obviously no games to talk about next week either, So or Saturday. No, that's so, true. Uh, that's true, mate.
2: Hopefully, mate, you'll get it done quick and you can watch Spurs, mate, rattle in a few oh, goals.
0: Don't mention it. I'm not going to mention Tottenham no. We mentioned them last week.
2: <laughs> oh, mate, mate did, did you see that Man United first goal last night that oh, we conceded? Well, have, you, have you ever seen a goal like that, mate? A, that, a Champions League
0: match? I've, seen, you, it, you I've would, seen it at oh. combination level, but not at Champions League <laughs> level. Unbelievable, takes, wasn't it? Have you seen it in the combo, Diggs? so
2: I don't think I've even seen that a goal like that in the Sunday league, mate. You <laughs> always usually, usually leave one defender back on the halfway line, mate. I was watching the telly, mate, and I was expecting someone to come into the screen, you know. Like, <laughs> someone has been sure. out of
0: shot, but late, yeah, that's it,
2: a bit mate. deeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but surely someone's back there, you know, like Shaw sure, or something like that. But, yeah, I'm, I can not believe it. Believe, you know, you, you, you leave a bloke. I know he's 35 or whatever, mate. Denver, bad. <laughs> he can still run 60 yards, <laughs> like you know, unmarked, mate, in school. I mean, 10 yards in, in his in his own half, mate. Mm-hmm. And nobody, yeah. I mean, I I just can't. Just sums United up at the minute. I think He does make that goal just I sums think, it all up.
0: I think. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Perhaps they thought it was Roger Bonaparte playing. <laughs> I reckon Roger would have scored though,
2: mate. I still would have had too much, mate, much, that in that space, mate. it unbelievable. Unbelievable. I felt sorry for Henderson, really, mate. You know, he bought into the game, mate. You know, given a game by Songshaw, mate, and then goal, and he was just left eye and dry, mate, wasn't he, on both goals, really? You know, poor, poor lad, like, so. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I suppose it's all, like you say, mate, you know, f- football always surprises us, mate. don't it was something. they always come out with us. Surprise.
0: There you go. We started with it saying it's a funny old game, and we've ended with yeah. saying it's a funny old game. But um, that's, yeah, that's so probably true. why we love it. it is mate. Good old
2: Greavesley mate. Good old. Did <laughs> he? Was that his uh, saying, mate? Did anyone say it before Greavesley mate? It's a uh, funny
0: old game. I think. Yeah, I think it's Jimmy Greaves who introduced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got got to be Greavesy,
2: isn't it, mate? Yeah. What striker he was, Bates. Oh, wasn't yeah, he? By the way, right. by the way, nearly as good as Van Basten, mate.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that bit out. <laughs> I thought you might, mate. I thought you
2: might. <laughs>
0: anyway, probably uh, sorry. Yeah. go on.
2: No, I was going to say, mate. Probably the unlucky side. That's right, mate. But <laughs> how unlucky was he, mate, in the 1966 uh-huh. World Cup? Yeah. Because, uh You know how sad is that, mate? You know, best striker in England by a mile. Like you, like we just said, mate, it's a funny old game. Yeah, you know, like Jeff Hurst comes out of nowhere, mate, and scores that trick yeah. in the World Cup final. Yeah. And he's a sir, mate. What, what a funny old life, mate, isn't it? You know, but just, it is. you know. Yeah. Right, yeah. OK. Well, Good to speak to you, Can't yeah. say to everyone, they enjoy the football this weekend, mate, can we? But, but mm. just, like, we can say stay safe, mate, can't we? Definitely.
0: I guess it'll give me time, though, to see if I can find any of those old Tintin programmes.
2: <laughs> I'm never going to live that one, though, mate. It's there on tape forever, isn't it, Dick? <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> Go to Parent Films and watch the Blazing vs. Helston, and you'll oh, find out joicy. what we're talking about.
2: Yeah. Well done, though, mate. You jumped on it straight away.
0: <laughs> Goodbye.
2: Yeah. Cheers, Dick. It's all best, mate. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Honey, hook, pop,